professional music critics on the internet, Travis, Zach, and Josh. Uh, what up, everybody? Uh, we're back. It's uh, me, Zach, and Josh. And uh, we're right here fucking talking about the brand new Red Hot Chili Peppers album, Unlimited Love. And I forgot to ask you guys uh, what you think, like I normally do uh, before we do these uh, videos. And so, sorry, drop your shit in the comments on here uh, if you have anything to say about this new Chili Peppers album. Now, there uh, is a thing that I need to say, and alright, now I've said this before on, on previous videos, but, um, you know, there are just some bands I talked more unnecessary, and unnecessary shit about uh, in the past, I mean, we've been doing this channel for 10 years, and music opinions change a lot within, you know, in a year, music opinions will change a lot. And, you know, we did a, we did, we did a fucking speaker brains on Chili Peppers years and years ago. And, you know, I, for a long time I used to just hate on, uh, Californication. And I pretty much just hated on everything after one hot minute. Uh, you know, and I would bitch about, man, it's not funky stuff anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, but during that video, you... You claim that One Hot Minute and Stadium Arcadium are your favorites. They're up there easily, yeah. Um, and uh, still probably my number one favorite, probably still uh, Mofo Party Plan. Still probably that one. Wow. Do you know um, that's the original That is lineup? the only one with the original lineup. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And it's like, what, the third album? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy when your third album is the only one with the original lineup. That's some wild stuff. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, it's still like that, and you know, I've been buying all that, I still gotta get Mother's Milk, and I still gotta get the last two albums. Mother's Milk great. Um, and, yeah, and so, um, I still gotta get the last two albums, uh, and I remember not liking the last one all that much, and the one before it, I don't remember nothing about, I just remember us not liking it too much in the original video. But I've listened to it since then, and it's kind of grown on me, yeah. but I don't, there's reasons I don't like it, and I can tell you why. Fucking Danger Mouse. Yeah, Danger there's, Mouse is not a guy that needs yeah, to be produced. Danger Mouse is fine when peppers. he's like with... Danger like, Mouse works best with hip-hop artists for me. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to, to for me to judge. I like the Beck album that he did, like, because when... He did good with uh, fucking Black Keys for a little bit. And then he did it again and again. And I'm like, alright, that's just sounding the same. These Black Keys songs just fucking suck. Like, I feel like Danger Mouse can do a lot of good for a band, but he can also kind of ruin them. And Chili Peppers having him as their producer just... That think, fucking album was just not good. They're one of those. Chili was one of those bands that I, I they work well with uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah. And did, did Rick Rubin do this one? Yeah. Okay. And, and Rick Rubin needs to stick around uh, whenever we get a Chili Peppers release. Um, but yeah, I've talked a lot of you know. Oh, it's not funky stuff anymore. No, 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 no. You know, and shit. that's mostly me talking. You know, just repeating what you're, Dad you're would say. You're just blindly talking shit. Yeah, basically. But that's see, I remember the last time when uh, the Getaway came out. I talked to Dad about it, like I always did when a Chili Peppers album came out. 
I send him a song and say, I don't know if I like this album, it's not really funky anymore, but Dad uh, checked out the song Dark Necessities on that album. He said, this is pretty funky. And then he gave, like Dad gave his, I guess he grew up kind of opinion on being funky and all that. He's like, you don't always have to be that. You know, he, he please play in what the song needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and so yeah, yeah. That's basically what I'm trying to say is <clears throat> there is a thing when when I, I didn't <clears throat> don't use our old videos and try to say well you said this before yeah yeah that was years ago man opinions change yeah I'm also not 25 people. anymore yeah so that's fault that's fake news <laughs> but uh, so uh, cancel this show and <laughs> cancel Travis Zach and Josh because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about anymore so uh. The thing is, is uh, I w- a big thing I would complain about was I was like, man, a lot of their songs start to sound the same, uh, especially when it's the uh, the Chad Flea and uh, Anthony and Frascante uh, lineup. Frascanti, I can I don't know how the fuck you say that. I've heard it both ways. Frascanti, Frascante, I don't. I just say. Frishanti. I'm gonna say it every Frischetta. way there's possible. Uh, Frischetta. Freshetta is better. <laughs> um, so I would always complain that a lot of it sounds the same, and I guess I should have get out of here, Josh Klinghoffer. Freshetta is better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, fucking, but really, it is. It's a certain sound that is unique to this lineup that works. Instead of me complaining, saying, "Oh, it all starts to sound like Under the Bridge," no, it's a it's a sound that is unique to this lineup. Uh, yeah, that you're not gonna get one hot minute was so different. Yeah, and I and love the fuck it. That's probably my second favorite. And then what is Easy. it? Uh, I'm with you in the getaway or Yeah. So mm. and and that is probably the most consistent Chili Peppers lineup. It is. Yeah. So there's more albums with these guys together than there are on the other ones, right? Roughly. Shanti is on. Bill. Six Magic. Those two. Uh, five, six albums. So. Six albums, there's 11. So there's six without him, I believe. That would be five. Five? If there's 11. Oh, okay. 11 okay. and five. Okay. Well, I'm not good at math. Uh, so anyway. Um, but so yeah. this lineup came on Mother's Milk. Yeah. So it's been them. Really, it's just been Chad, Kiedis, and Flea. Since then, because Prashanti's like, whenever he feels like he wants to leave, he just leaves. Yeah. And I'm glad they fucking let him come back every time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, basically what I say is, is there's a sound that is unique to these guys together that works. And to me, sometimes it's fantastic, and sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I do get a little bored. But uh, I have more fun than I have boredom. And so, um, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say something, but it'll probably come back to me. So, I've been jamming fucking Chili Peppers since before, since it was announced that they were gonna release an album, but it didn't have a release date and there was no song out or anything. It's just been my go-to. I'm trying to just kill time at work. I put on Chili Peppers on uh, random. And then I'll play their entire discography, just randomly picking songs. 
and stuff like that, and I fucking love it, man. Ever since I was a kid, Dad introduced us to Chili Peppers. That's been like my little connection with Dad as a as a kid growing up because that was the first bass player other than Claypool that he pointed out to us. And it was the first time that I could actually hear the bass because it stands out. Yeah. And going through... No biases there with you. Going through all their their uh, discography here recently, I learned that they have like two EPs. I don't know if this is from the Klingoffer era or the the Frashanti era, but they're fucking great. Mm. Like one has like seven songs, one has like ten songs or something, and you put it together, you got a whole fucking album. They're great fucking songs. Uh, a lot of them are like maybe a few of them are covers. I don't know. Don't I didn't do my research. I just know that one of them is a cover for that. But. Man, when I saw that they posted on Facebook the new song, I immediately went to listen to it, and as soon as it starts, I got fucking chills, that man. Guitar I was like, tones, that's what I was going to say. Said, oh my God, this is exactly what was missing in yeah. the last two releases. I didn't realize, what I was going to say that I forgot was I didn't realize how much I missed uh, Freshetta until I heard... His guitar notes on that Black Summer when it first yeah. dropped, and that's when I was like, okay, I I have been missing this a very a unique guitar playing style that he shreds, but he also does very beautiful melodies in between the shredding, and like the other dude was just kind of playing background. I can see that, because, like, you know, I'm on, those last two albums, I think everything did stand. I, I, I have only heard them once, and we, I only listened to them for I did send you uh, that the Brutus song and Raindance Maggie, something like that. I sent you those, but the guitar doesn't stand out with that guy, because it's more like droning, shit like that, where... Chad and Anthony are really standing out the most on um, I'm With You. Fucking Anthony Kiedis is like top up there with his fucking vocal game on that album. And Chad's playing was like the best I heard to that point. Flea is just doing Flea and new guitar players just background noise. So, yeah, when the Black Summer came out, dude, I listened to it, and I immediately got chills. And, like, I, I I knew when the fucking chorus was coming in, I'm like, yeah, it's building up, it's building up. Yep, there's that, there's that typical fucking Frashanti-era Chili Pepper fucking chorus, and it, it played just like when I was I get into track by track, man, I got, I got, I got some things to say about, uh, to, to add to that. So the next part is what you think about what, or in fact, what are your thoughts on Chili Peppers, and then what do you think about the new album? Well, I'm not a big Chili Pepper fan, and to, you know, like I already, I told him, it's just a funk album. That's all it is. It's from except for Black Summer, that's the only one that didn't come off as funk as the rest of the album to me. 
I've just never been a big chili pepper fan. I don't mind funk, but I don't know. They might, really, they might I like them better when they're faster, when they're heavier, yeah. when they're dirtier. Uh, but I'll get into that. Like the Californication era time. I don't know anything about all the damn people producers and their styles. I know they did, they predominantly played punk for a lot. Uh, not punk. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of punk, and then their stuff, the other stuff is kind of just more that slow rock, slow rock, college rock music kind of thing. I like it. But, eh. I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty White cool. White guy and acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. Because I've always, I've always loved the bass. Flea's, when he, Flea does Flea's thing. When he does that funk, yeah, that's fucking awesome. I mean, he just fucking shreds up the I watched bass. them on the Howard Stern show recently playing songs from the new album. They fucking get down, dude. During live, Flea is literally still popping yeah. around stage and fucking Anthony's up there doing his shit. I mean, what did like? In their 60s? They're in their 60s. Oh, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's cool to see that they can still get around the fucking stage and do shit like that. That's another thing with the Chili Peppers. They always seem to be one of those bands good to see live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's also not just the music, but then it's just the energy from the band, the the performance. And then they end the show with like a nine-minute version of Give It Away Now. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like every show for the longest fucking time has been ended with Give It Away Now. And they'll just straight up fucking jam. So I guess I'll go ahead and get into my track by track bits here. I got a lot of notes here. Um, so. Can you not read your own typing? Main thoughts. I was deciding on whether or not I should uh, I should leave this for the end of the track by track, but I'll say this now. It's a good album. Uh, the Return of Freshetta, uh is great. Uh, like I said, I didn't know how much I missed him until I heard uh, Black Summer. And um, the... Uh, I, I didn't know how much I missed his guitar sound in particular mm-hmm. uh, until I heard Black Summer. And basically, the, the to me, the album, it doesn't break any boundaries. It doesn't push their style forward. It just sounds like I wanted it to. They do the things that I wanted them to do. Uh, and are there things for me that are left to be desired? Definitely yes, uh, and we'll get into that in a moment. But uh, it's crazy when you think about this. Uh, he left in '92 and then came back in '98, so he was only gone for six years and one album. This time he left in '09 and didn't come back till '19. Gone for a whole decade. Gone for ten years and two albums. The album is mostly slower jams. Nothing I haven't heard these guys do before. And the slower jams do have that build-up to get to the fast, punky stuff, though. <sighs> How many times have you heard it? A good handful. A good-ass handful. And every time I've listened, we'll get into that. Uh, now, I would have liked a lot more heavier or faster tracks. Everything is mostly mid-tempo. For a 17-track album, there's not a whole lot of different stuff happening uh, for me, and 
Um, my buddy Chris at work mentioned this, and I thought this would be interesting to bring up. Uh, he said he really likes the album. He is so glad uh, for Shantae's back. But he said that there's nothing on this album that sounds like it's going to be a massive song. That's like, what I said when I first heard it. Right. Like, and, none of them sound like they're going to be fucking hits. Except for Black Sun. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. I said the closest thing to what you would expect a big, classic uh, Chili Peppers radio song, especially going back to the Blood Sugar Sex Magic days, is the Black Summer track. Like, that's the closest to the Danny California sound, the Under the Bridge sound, the... Uh, the uh, by the way kind of sound. But see, the, the the thing is, when you the listen, scar tissue sound. When you listen to Blood Sugar Sex Magic, there's a lot going on in that. There album. is. There's only good. a few fucking songs that are your radio hits. Yeah. Everything else is just Chili Peppers Wild. having fun. Wildness. Fucking yeah. Which is, I kind of wish that this album was a little more of that. It uh, it is, but it's a little more chilled. Uh, in yeah. a way, I guess it comes with age. Yeah, you know, I well, well, I'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, for a 17-track album, there's not a whole lot going on that, to me, um, really brings this album, this reunion, uh, farther than what it is. Um, but so, Black Summer, really good track. I love it. Has the classic fucking sound by this lineup, and. Everything about this song is the classic fucking thing that every member does. Uh, that is within the realms of that radio Chili Peppers hit. Where those drums, those drums, man, that is such a Chad Smith. Fucking, I'm Are you like, doing the drum beat to uh, fucking... Oh, God damn it! What's the name of that song? Danny California. Right. It's like it's like I've heard him do this drum beat many times. <laughs> like I've heard him do that drum beat many times. I'm like, that's the yeah, that's the And so I dig the shit out of that track, and I, I'm glad <laughs> that like they started off. Now, uh, here ever after, I dig it. Anthony's raps are good, and is are you skipping? What am I skipping? That's not this next song. Where's the next song? The one after Black uh, Summer? Yeah. It's not Here Ever After. Are you sure? Or did I did I forget one? No. Black Summer, Here After After, uh, Aquatic Mouth Dance, not the one. Okay, okay, you're right. Um, <clears throat> anyway... I like Anthony's raps on there, uh, so that was a cool little throwback. Uh, we don't hear him rap all that much anymore, um, and it's another little. It's, it's the first mid-tempo kind of track where it never gets too fast. I like that chorus though. Oh uh, yeah. She's the kind of girl that makes you steal yeah. your child. She's yeah. the kind of girl that makes you something something. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. And then Aquatic Mouth Dance, I like a lot. I fucking love that, dude. All okay. the jazzy horns. Yeah, the horns oh bring God. it out, man. The funk is great. And I love like, that. Aquatic Mouth Dance. That is a song that Dad would have fucking loved. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a definite favorite, and to me, I think Flea and Chad are definitely the stars on this track. Like they really. Oh, Flea's also doing the horns. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, Flea's done the horns since back in the day. I did not know that, but I was like, damn, that shit sounds good. Yeah, do you like remember a... Humpty Bump? Mm-hmm. Uh, Flea was doing horns on that. Oh damn! Oh damn! I wouldn't know if Dad didn't tell me that Flea plays the horns. But uh, but that that's a definite favorite track. Next is. Not the one, slow. Uh, that was the the second, or no, that was the third song I heard from the album because it was released as a single. Yeah. And I said, well, it's got 17 fucking songs. I'm going to listen to more on it before it comes out. And I listened to that, and I was, like, I was bored. Yeah. The first listen, when I listened to it in the album, it works it's better on the it, album. It does because it has its place. Yeah. It's one of those things where, as a single, to me it didn't work, but in the context of the full album, yeah, I'm fine yeah. with it. But did you notice that the chorus is very similar to By The Way? Because I keep wanting to give me the love and I'll tell you when with a light on. Heavy heaven, give me the love and I'll tell you when I want to come. See, you're right, you're right, you're fucking wrong. Let me see, let me see where we're at. Not the one. Let me fucking find it. With the light on, heavy By the way, I try to say I'm Every time I heard this song, I was thinking of a better song. I'll keep playing it. Danny's a girl. God damn it. <laughs> okay, I see it now. That's, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> uh, every you time to it, it turns like you go, know, I just like, nah, I'm gonna go listen to the one I actually want to hear. <laughs> yeah, not not a favorite. Uh, and to me, that's where I start to get. Uh, I'm like, eh, you know, that's one. I'm whatever, you know. Next, poster child, I love the shit out of poster love child. This. Yeah, man. Great funk track. And, uh... Have you listened to the lyrics? My yayo. Yeah, I love... Have you read the lyrics? The silly ass, what the fuck are you talking about? You didn't read the lyrics? Uh, no. It's it's kind of like their version of We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can read the lyrics. He's talking about shit that happened in the 70s and 80s with, like, pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and I will be a poster child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good, dude. Yeah, listen or read the lyrics next time you listen to that song. Uh, but it is just that you got the best of my yo-yo. You got the best of my Yoko. Oh. Like Yoko Ono. Yeah, because they have the lyrics talking about the women. Well, it's it's kind of like their their start the fire. We didn't start the fire, where he's referencing pop culture things. That yeah, have referencing in the 70s John Lennon, and Yoko Ono, and if that's yeah. And then he says book. something like, uh, "In the seventies, listen to Led Zeppelin." Yeah, he's but like, I remember that. He mentions Taco Bell. I'll be damned. He mentions Coca Cola. Pay a little more attention, but I do love the shit out of that track, though. Man. So, <laughs> I played it for Melissa the first time. She goes. She's like, this is kind of annoying. I said, nah, man, this song is great. <laughs> um, so next, Great Apes, 
The Great Ape. I love that. Love the shit out of that one. <laughs> I fucking one. love that song. Uh, I just like, want the Great Apes to be free. <laughs> like, uh, it starts off slow, <coughs> and I'm thinking, all right, this is gonna be another little fucking slow song. But then it picks up in the chorus, and then you get a wicked ass uh, solo, guitar solo at the three minute mark. And yeah, man, I just, I love the shit out of this track. It's it's where finally like what we're we're like Fifth track. fucking five tracks in, and finally we get a, a little something with a little more energy because everything's been mid tempo, mid a little slow. Yeah, but you can't deny that that Aquatic Mouth Dance had really good parts. Exactly. And fucking Poster Child was really exactly. good. Exactly. Like like I said, like the, the only, only one out of these that I didn't get into at the at this point is not the one. That's the only one I didn't get into too yeah. much. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, they're all kind of slow, kind of mid-tempo. Even the funk ones I'm down with, I like them because they're they're funky and they're 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 what I want to hear from these guys. But at the same time, I'm like, man, we're five tracks in. There hasn't been like an energy fucking banger. Because uh, you're waiting for your your head is probably telling you you wanted to hear like a single well, come not, out of this. Not not because to me the single is the. Black Summer. Yeah, but you were probably looking for something that I was wanted on something, that bit better. Like I said, I wanted something a little heavier on this album, and I wouldn't have minded a couple. down hard drive. I wouldn't have minded a few songs that were heavier, that were faster, which we do get a few. Oh my God, what was we that one? What's the next one with the Who reference in it? Uh, but we'll we'll get to this. So next one, Only Natural, another slow jam. I dig the guitar and the bass, uh, but that's. About it that uh, I remember, only natural. Only natural. Let me... At least that's what oh, I wrote. Oh, dude, I love this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That bass. Yeah, with that, uh, that, um, yeah, the bass and the drums in this one. Real, the real stars. Good. Um, the jamming guitar, man. Yeah. In fact, that's what I said. Dig the guitar and bass. Oh. Uh, I yeah. like the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but like so many songs just follow that. That's their fuck music. <laughs> but this is all turned like this whole album to me has turned into the shit that's humming that I'm humming in my head like I was doing with the fucking ghost. And this, this hasn't is, done it for me this as far as humming the music. When I first heard it, no, 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 it wasn't doing it for me because I was kind of disappointed when I first heard it, but I. Kept going back, kept going back, because I'm like, there's like gotta really be something here. There's gotta be something here I'm not fucking hearing yet. And man, finally heard it. Ooh, so, God. next, She's a Lover. Another good funk track. How does that one go? Nothing much to say. Oh, I love that. Yeah, this one's jamming. This sounds like something that could have been on Stadium Arcadia. Yeah. Mm. See, this is a really good track. That's a really good one. Uh, the next one, These Are The Ways. This one, I fucking love. I love this song. Finally, something a little harder. Um, it starts out slow. I bet you were like, God damn it. Well, this slow, the melody, I'm digging. Okay. I'm like, all right, it's slow, but it's not boring slow for me. And I'm like, damn, okay. I'm like, I'm digging it. Like, this is such a 90s sounding bit right here for me. Where I'm like, man, this is like, bring me back to fucking, like, 90, fucking 4, 95. 
kind of music vibes. And Did you hear the Pete Townsend reference? Right here. Nah. And then right, I pointed out. I love this. Yeah, man. And fucking. Just wait, I gotta point out the fucking who. Who's Alright. Look. Go ahead and skip to it. So we don't get. That was it. Listen. He, he did the guitar thing. I, I was, was thinking Tommy. Yeah, he did. When I heard it, I was thinking Tommy. Tommy, uh, he did uh, Pinball Wizard. <laughs> that was the that was the thing I was trying to show you. Red. But yeah. what I said here was finally something a little faster, a little harder. It took a while to get here, but interest has come in. The main verse is slow, but the melody is fun. Uh, but the heavy bits really fucking shine, and the song really jams at the end. It's, this is the, one of my favorites. Because uh, I was like, finally, we are fucking, we're, I got something that I, that I was waiting for. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, I already got everything else I wanted, but where's more of what I want? You know, and they finally, they finally hit that note. Next, what you thinking? A cool, slow, funky jam that... <laughs> Uh, picks up in the chorus, love the bass line, this one, okay. and I'm like, alright, it's another cool, slow, funky jam, which this album it's has in abundance, and which I'm glad that there's a lot of funky stuff on here, uh, so the Ambassadors of Light, another one that I absolutely love, this one, the dark synth, that dark synth fucking shit, fucking dig the shit out of that. It really makes this one stand out. The chorus is fun, and it feels, yeah, with the, feels so good upon a Saturday oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking, then, uh, at the two minutes and 20 second mark, it gets real fucking heavy, and then has a, the song has a lot going on in it for just over three minutes. Like, there's a lot of stuff in this song happening that's, like, keeping me fucking here. Like, oh, damn, that's cool. Oh, damn, that's fucking cool, you know? Uh, it doesn't really feel like a standard uh, rock song structure. There's just a lot of shit being thrown at you that uh, that keeps me into it. You know, I'm not like, all right, here's the chorus again. All right, here's the verse again. Okay, three minute mark. Here's the solo. You know, it's like it's very it's a very unpredictable track that uh, is, is another standout favorite. Um, another another favorite is uh, White Braid's Pillow Chair. White braids and pillow chair. I love the groove, uh, and I like it when it picks up around two minutes and thirty seconds. Okay, yeah. And uh, the drums really shine on that one. Uh, you, you know what I mean? He does that this little snare thing with his snare. That, He's uh, a damn good drummer. Yeah, man. Smith is a badass. Uh, next, one way traffic, classic funk rap track. I love this one because this is another one where I finally get. I'm like, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for nonsensical rap story lyrics. Uh, well, he says that throughout the entire album. If you read the like, lyrics, it's man. in there, man. But like, I was waiting for. I, I'm waiting for the rapping with it, man. You know what I'm saying? I was waiting well, for. Well, isn't the that kind of what it. what a uh, poster child was? Y you yeah. There's a, it's in that, and it's in uh, it's in another one in the early in the early bits. But I'm like, this one to me stands out the most because it's like <clears throat> he's just telling a story. About driving somewhere. 
That sounds like, like something off a of fucking oh, okay. sugar sick Okay, to the left. See a little homeboy sitting over there. You know, just oh, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, you know, just okay. random, like, I guess maybe not nonsense. The rapper style. Just kind of random shit. Like, the random shit that happens in this story is, like, real fun. Like, it's one that, it's another one uh, uh, of Chili Peppers' gold yeah, stamp that I've been like, waiting oh, man, oh, man. Get back in time. Maybe, um, um. Or is or am I thinking of an earlier song? Okay, it's that one. Hey, well, I like this. Yeah, like, fucking, I love this. Like, <laughs> I just love the shit out of it. Anyway, we left on third, got distracted, jumped that curb. I love this because he ain't like a great rapper. But no, when he raps, he, I love the shit out of it. Well, he, he rhymes the most <laughs> random fucking words that you would have never thought would go together. It's so, like, it's so I love cool. the way he, he, he just, his lyricism is funny because it's so, it's so, it's uh, so simple. It's so silly. And simple, but I love the silliness in it. Yeah. Because it's just like, when he comes, it's a song off of uh, uh, Californication, and he's like, Gorilla! Gorilla! I'm a fight that shit. And I kill her! Savagiana! Savadilla! Fucking love that shit, man. Uh, and like, to me, you don't. You don't do enough of it that much anymore, man. And I'm like, like this that song right here, I was, I was in it all the fucking way. I was like, this right here, I've been waiting on a cool, funky vibe, rocking, real fucking head nodding, man. Silly and just, lyrics. Yeah, silly lyrics. Silly rapping lyrics. Silly rapping storytelling lyrics uh, of a story that really just kind of don't really. It's just yeah, a thing. Just, he's driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking dig, dig the shit Going out of it. Going from A to B. Um, then we get Veronica. I dig this one. The, the lyrics are pretty dark on this one. Um, uh, and, uh, I love the slight psychedelic vibes in it. And, uh, there's a little bit, little bit of a synthy bit. There's enough in it that keeps my interest. Uh, but then Let Em Cry. I dig the vibe. It's fairly reggae and the horny bits are really good. Horny. Uh, it's got another, uh, Wicked, uh, solo. Then the Heavy Wing. Dig this one. Uh, dig the way it starts. Uh, love it when everything starts coming in. Uh, the heavy chorus is awesome. Uh, love the weird noisy bits right before the jamming at the end. And damn, does this song jam at the fucking end. Uh, I'm not a fan of Tangelo. Yeah, Tangelo. Uh, all I wrote was Fine Little Sop Song. Yeah, uh, I don't like how it ends on that. Yeah, it's just... My thing is like this. So as a whole, for me, this album is—it's what I wanted it to sound like. That's basically it. Like all this had to do for me was sound like this classic Chili Peppers lineup. That's all it had to do, and that's what it did. And but like I said, it didn't go above and beyond. All it had to do was hit that sweet spot. That's what it did. It didn't go. 
It didn't surprise me. Uh, the few surprises were the songs that I absolutely loved, the little handful. I would have liked some heavier tracks. I would have liked looks some like more. Frank Ford. <laughs> wow, he does. Uh, I would have liked uh, some more, some more punky vibes on some of the tracks. Uh, but the thing is, is there are tons of Chili Peppers with that kind of stuff on it, and I will listen to those. This one, it's a good reunion, and if this is the last one we get for another five years, uh, I'm down with it. It's definitely more memorable than the last one for me. Uh, and it did what I wanted it to do, but it didn't go all the way. That one came out six years ago. God, that long? Oh, didn't go all the way for a porno soundtrack, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but like no. I said, a lot of those days are over. Like you said, it comes with age, and you know, they're they're just playing. I mean, does Marilyn Manson do fucking shit like Antichrist Mar Superstar Marilyn anymore? Manson ain't been good in like 20 years. So, <laughs> you know, no, no, he's good. Almost, almost 20 years because... Uh, Golden Age ain't, ain't 20 yet. You got another year. Almost 20 years, yeah. Almost 20 years. Since then, he's just been... Marilyn Manson's put out some good shit since then, but as far as, like, full-on... Well, didn't you love Pale far between. I did, but it ain't... That wasn't, like, classic. That was, yeah, that was like, really what I want. another style. It has a different style, which was good. But the thing is, like, like I'm saying with this one, uh, the other albums have what I want. So I'm totally cool with going back to those. This one, I don't see myself going back to all that much. But you want to listen to other stuff? Definitely, uh, definitely a track that I will keep going back to. Black Summer, uh, One Way Traffic. Uh, oh, Black two. Summer. Um, so Melissa said when I walked in and me and, me and Zach started talking about it, she's like, I like Black Summer. Black Summer follows that classic radio yeah. Chili Peppers vibe, and to me there are better ones than that, like Scar Tissue and God. Under the Bridge that kind of follow that vibe. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's a good album in, in, in all its own. I'm going to give it an 8. Um, okay. uh, because everything they do on here is good. Uh, but like I said, they don't go above and beyond for me to uh, um, make this better than just a good reunion album. Like, it did what it was meant to do. And it's kind of like what I said with... So you're saying it's serviceable? Basically. Uh, it did what, like, uh, that Force Awakens... Like, when, when Force Awakens was coming out, I said, this movie, all it has to do is be better than the prequels. And... and that's all that movie did was be more that fun than the prequels. Just, that movie was just a new hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, it just had to be better than the prequels. It had to be more fun. But no, I'm saying it's exactly the same fucking plot as a new hope. Oh God, it, it, no! It, it, don't start with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we talked about it. That's diverging way too often. That's all it, 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 it. That's all it did. That's all it. That's all it needed to do was be familiar. You know, and, and then the next that. one comes out and pisses everyone off. It's just like, it's just like I say with that fucking. Uh, that, but uh, it's funny now because everyone's loving the prequels. Uh, well, you got, it was so sh these new ones are so shit. Like, wow, well, if the prequels weren't that bad now, <laughs> yeah, they're actually uh, saying that. But it's like it's like that Super Bowl performance uh, with Snoop and Dre and all them. Jesus. It wasn't spectacular. But you and like it because it was familiar? I, I liked it because it hit on that nostalgia bone. Yeah. South Park already nailed it. Uh, Amber Berries? Yeah, exactly. All they had to do was play the songs we like uh, and... 
do them good. That was the best halftime show they I've did. seen in like a long fucking right? time. Right. So like that's all they had to do. They didn't go above and beyond. Like the set was lame. I was like, wow. yeah, the set was kind of lame. Did, did you see? Uh, was it Mary J. Blige? Why? Why is she dressed like this? But but she did like she did the weave pat. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> But, uh, like, it's just, it just kind of falls in lines with that, where, like, uh, it is, it's hitting all the notes that you want. It's checking off all the boxes, and not adding any boxes. Well, I mean, this far... At this point, do they have to? No, they don't have anything else to prove yeah, at this exactly. point in their career. So, for me, I would have liked a couple heavier, faster tracks, but I'm glad that I we got what we got. I guess you could really. I guess kids said like no one was like clamoring. Man, we need a new chili out, chili pepper album. People really weren't like. Well, people were probably like, we need a new chili pepper album, but with Rashante. Yeah, a lot of people wanted him back, but yeah, oh, yeah, he has But I don't know how many people like. I don't know what the fan base on the chili peppers really say about him, you know? Because I don't give a fuck about other opinions. We'll just say, okay, Grandpa. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> I don't know. I just... I'm I don't know what puts like, out a like, Nowadays, it's just single after single after single after single. It's all they're doing nowadays. They put it on digital only. Just single, single, single. I hate you digital never only. never make a fucking full album. Lit Biscuit. Please put out Still Sucks on fucking physical. Please. That's why I haven't listened to it yet. God. That's why I, I, like, I have not... Moved in that realm of listening to things only digitally. So if a band puts something to... For instance, the brand new... Crystal Method just dropped an album last week. Uh, and I haven't listened to it yet. Now, there is a vinyl release and a cassette release coming. Why the fuck do you If you have... put it on both of those... If you put it on both of those, why not put it on fucking CD? Do you have... Uh... Uh, Amazon uh, yeah. Music. Mm -hmm. Where be? But I use that just for like auto rhythm. Yeah, but where is it? What the fuck is that? It's an app. No, he. He's I'm asking you. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to your phone no. right here in the center. Okay. But yeah, it's annoying me. It's annoying me. God damn, your shit's thick. Can't even close it. Search. But there's a lot of shit doing that now, and I mean it's the way it's the way of land right now. Well, yeah, it cuts costs. It's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Because there's a lot of new artists that are only digital that I would be fucking like Ice Peak. I'd be all into that, but I I, I just don't do the streaming digital thing. And a lot of a lot of reasons because uh Damn. to make a, a decent order they want like you to order like a million fucking CDs and like, they're just not gonna do it because they don't suspect they're gonna sell that. Many. The new horror album, vinyl. Yep. Which annoys me. I mean, I get it. All the, all the mixtapes and EPs they've released since their first album have been digital. I get it. But the first album is on CD. Have it right over here. But it annoys me. I, I want to hear this new... And I have. I have downloaded those. I have bought the MP3s for those because I like that band. I've done the same thing with Poppy as well. But I have at least bought the physical versions just to have them. Now, um... I do have that cassette version of fucking New Crystal Method on pre-order, but I want to fucking see... I got all the other ones over here. I got every Crystal Method album over here. I want the rest of them 
God damn it. So, uh, I'm done with that rant. Go ahead. What are Josh's thoughts? No, I already said it. It's yeah, we got to rate it. Oh, yeah, what do you rate? Heat's fine, I guess. Okay. Anyway, that's why I say, you want me to take I'm going, going to have a cigarette before I get into my oh, thoughts. Oh, so I got a lot smoke to one. As I got a whole lot to say. All right, y'all. <coughs> we are back, and now we're going to get... Get Zach's done to the new okay. red hot chili. So, like I said earlier, I fucking love the peppers. And if it wasn't for Dad, I wouldn't have the appreciation for them like I do. And like him introducing us to that, like a big, big influence on our my taste in music. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because he introduced us to Ween, Primus, Ward. Ward. In, in a weird way, Corn. Corn, yeah, not really. <laughs> only because he owned the album and, like, our friends were into it. And we were like, wait a minute, we got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even oh, listen to it. Living Color. Living oh, Color, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dad did, like, later in on life with the prog shit. And, yeah. Um, uh, what was know. that one band, that jazz band? That does cover songs. Uh, oh yeah, bad, bad plus, good or bad, bad plus, plus or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like he was still introducing us to new shit. I and I remember, um, this was around. This was 2007 when I started working again. Um, I'd go to Fye every paycheck and just blow it, you know. And there was. It was at a period in my life where I told I told Dad like everything that I like is kind of sucking now. Like the bands that I I liked when I was a young teenager, they started putting out albums that I just did not like. Like AFI that year came out with fucking December Underground, and some Forty One came out with Underclass Hero or some shit, and they sucked. All the those punk bands fucking, stopped being punk. Yeah, those fucking albums sucked, and I'm like, I need something different. I'm not gonna lie, I did I kinda like December Underground now. December Underground's fucking amazing yeah, now. Like I love it, it. I love it now, but then like, I was like, the fuck is this? Kinda like I hated Black Parade, but Black Parade's actually really good. Black Parade's now. good. But like it actually make you cry a little bit, but you're like, I love you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a young boy. So I I looked at Dad when we were on the way to the uh, FYE, I said You just go around and Find something for me. Because the stuff that I'm getting into, or I was into, is not putting out stuff that I'm liking right now. I need something new. And he gets me fucking blood sugar sex magic. And I'm like, in my head, I, I thought, I already know this, but wait a minute. No, I love the Chili Peppers. Yeah, let me buy it. That was my first Chili Peppers album I ever bought. And... Man, when I brought it home, I fucking jammed that shit out. And then the second one I bought was Stadium Arcadium because it was the new thing Man. at that time. So, Dad, being a big influencer, he's like, Zach told me that he wants something he hasn't heard yet or he wants something that's he's gonna like. And he got me chili pepper. He picked me out chili peppers and living color. As a matter of fact, he he picked that up, but it was a greatest hit. It doesn't matter, because it still had some great songs on it. But, uh... So... Every time a Chili Peppers album would come out, 
I would listen to it with Dad, and we would sit there and just smoke, drink, and discuss it, and have a good time. And you know, every every other release since I moved out, I would text him and I'd send him a link to the song, and we would talk about it and stuff like that. This is the first time that I can't do that. I hate to bring up our dead dad yet again on this show. Get such a downer in here, but here's my fucking point. Like, when I first heard uh, Black Summer, I got the chills, and a fucking tear came to my eye, because I was like, fuck. It was just one tear? Yeah, like the, the, the little the Indian on the highway. Cool cry. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> get back in shit, there. man. And I started feeling like, I can't tell him about this. And then when the album came out and I listened to it, I didn't know if I liked it. Like, Josh came over uh, that weekend and we talked about it. And I said the same thing your friend said to you was like, Black Summer's like the only kind of hit Everything else is like all funky and I don't have, there's no hook. There's no hook, there's nothing like I'm sitting there humming in my head, but then after going, I kept telling myself I need to go back and just give it, give it, give it a shot. And I kept listening to it over and over and over and it got better and better and better each listen. Especially uh, the coolest thing on the, the Apple app is you can fucking look up the lyrics on the song and you the Amazon shit does that too lyrics with genius or some crap some of the songs yeah some of them not yeah, all of them this is the entire album so That's it's cool. really cool cause I've gotten to the, the point in my life where I'm not sitting there trying to squint at a, at a fucking at the liner notes trying to read the lyrics if there's no way to read the lyrics I'll fucking google them yeah, and shit but it's cool to have that option just right there ready for you and going back and listening to this over and over and over has made it to where these songs have hooks and I'm singing them in my head and going, like, just singing the hooks in my head and think, going back and hearing all the, the random fucking parts. This album is a 10. I fucking love it. Because, like I said, I was, I was jamming Chili Peppers before. They are one of my favorite bands. Freshetta is better. Hmm? Yeah, Larry. Larry Rose. Man, I need to go, go see him. Man, he's old. Hey, older fuck. He's older than dad. Older fuck! But, yeah, I give this a 10. It's not perfect. There are moments where I do get bored. Then sometimes when I'm listening to the album again, I'm like, I don't remember this. You know, because there's so fucking much. But I'm happy that there is so much because Frashanti was gone for so long that there was a void. Like me being the fan that I am, I, I did pick up the new shit without him. And yeah, there are good songs on it, but it's not the same. You could definitely hear that he's not there. But, you know, being a fan, I still I gotta get everything. Gotta get it all. And this is a breath of fresh air, even if it's the same air you breathed 20 years ago. <laughs> Stale air. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy that he's back and they're having 
when you watch them live, dude, they're, they're having a goddamn good time. It's so fun to watch them at this age and this point in their life just fucking getting down, having a good time. The album is fun. It's really fun. He does have his silly fucking lyrics in there that I've always enjoyed. Because, like, he... Anthony just doesn't care. If it sounds good to him, he's going to put it on pen and paper. So, it's a 10 for me. You guys give it 8s. What do you guys think? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Is it something you want to burn, or is it something you want to just not give a shit about? Or do you even like do you even like the Peppers? Are there many Peppers fans out there? Would you buy it? Would you stream it? Whoa! God damn! Can y'all hear this? It probably did. Somebody just rode rode by with some. Yeah, it's not It'd a be funny if it was a Segway guy. <laughs> you guys, guys we go to? Yeah. All right, good. I just make sure. He's come good. to our house twice, and like we have not answered the door. I saw him come here. I was on my front porch, and I was like, "Please come over here," because I wanted him to like get to the edge of the driveway and me be like, "No." Seriously. <laughs> I know you're trying like, to sell me selling, dude. If he's trying to Ring sell the doorbells. Like, just try to sell the fucking. Like, ha, sorry, I've got Arlo cameras, bro. Oh, he's trying to, okay, those things, I I was hoping that he was going to try to sell the Segway. <laughs> and I'd be like, do I look like I'm getting on a Segway? <laughs> Somebody still has a Segway, that's impressive. <laughs> but it's one without the handles. So well, he looks even it's more douchey. It's like the one that's like half a bar, it's like yeah. knee high something. He, he looks even more douchey riding it. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys on the next video. Uh, the next album we're going to talk about is the new Jack Wyatt album. What up, y'all? We're back. Uh, we're going to talk about the brand new Jack White album, Fear of the Dawn. And I've been a little hyped for this album uh, for a couple reasons. Um, massive Jack White fan. Uh, love his style. And what white stretch do you got? I don't have many. i got a couple of them over there. Maybe two. Maybe right, three. going I, over there. It's way the fuck on I, the other side of the room. I do know I have, uh, I believe I have White Blood Sales and... Sales. Sales <laughs> and uh, Iggy Thump. Thump. I do think I have that one. Uh, but I'm, I love Thump Jack Thump. White. I love Jack White. love the shit out of Jack White. Ooh, you ain't seen nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. Kung Fu. Yeah, I'll throw that from China, man. <laughs> 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 I fucking love Jack White. And, uh, the dude just makes some killer ass music. Whether he's doing southern music, whether he's doing uh, rock music, whether he's experimenting his ass off, uh, like with Border Borderhouse Ranch, Boarding House Ranch, or whatever, Boarding House Reach. Uh, I can't remember the last album. Uh, you know, uh, the dude's just a cool motherfucker to me. And, Why do you uh, have to lie about being married? To each other though. Well, they were married. They, well, no, no, I'm saying, but they tell they would tell everyone that they were brother and sister. Oh, because they, they would never uh, they, they did not ever admit that they were. Uh, they said married. that it was because uh, it was easier to sell a hot chick if she was single. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They it was it was a it was a it was a marketing thing. I never thought she was pretty, but you know what I'm saying. You know, it's easier to sell a lady if she's single. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't mean for it to sound that way, but that's more cancel trims. Um, cancel trims. So uh, I'm, I'm hyped for this because it's been man, it's been what four years since the Jack White album, 
Has um, it? Yeah. Uh, since the solo album, at least, because I believe he's done Rack on Tears since. Rack on Tears. Rack on Tours. Rack and Tears. Rack and Tours. Rack and Tears. Rack and Tours. You know, Rack and Tearing? Rack and Tearing. Rack and Tearing. Rack and Tears. Rack and Rack and Tears. He's telling you what it's called. It's called the Rack and Tears. I'm trying to fucking pronounce it. Rack and Tears. Rack and Tears. Rack and Tears. Rack and Tears. I all these years I've just been saying it five different ways. Rick and tours. Rack on tours. Brick and mortar. But yeah, so and I've always last year you had posted boom Jack White dropping two albums this year. So yeah, no he he did. I think it was Rack and Tears and ah God he put out something else. What is that other band? Deadweather. Deadweather, Racketeers. Who's the other one? Weren't there three bands? White Stripes. No. There were. I swear he had three bands besides White Stripes and his solo thing. I can only think of Deadweather and uh, Racketeers. 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 Rigatoni. <laughs> yeah. Rigatoni. Rickets. Rickets. Rickety Cricket. ding dong. Okay, well, it is just Racketeers and and uh, Dead Weather. Never mind. Uh, but supposedly, this one's going to be the more rocky experimental stuff, while the next one's going to be a little more on the uh, southern and folky side. And, uh, you know, looking forward to that, because I'm not going to lie, I loved... Uh, the last album, Boarding House Ranch, or Reach. Entering Heaven Alive is the new one. Yeah, about. and, uh... Boarding House Reach. Reach. I don't know why I keep wanting to yeah. say Ranch. Blunderbuss, yeah. Lazaretto. Those two. Lazaretto. Guys. Damn, those are so good. Boarding um, House Ranch. Reach. No, no, I got <laughs> used to it. I, I'm just sitting here and reading you're looking it. at the words. Yeah. <laughs> words don't do good in mouth. Zach, do three beer to your one. <laughs> no, Plus, Zach, do two. On to... Have an open three. Plus green herb. Herbal herbiderb. You take herbal uh, herbiderb. Those come in a 12-pack at a uh, bottle shop. Oh, yeah. The tall cans. 12-pack bottle shop. How much? 16? Oh, man. Or 17. Oh, more booze time. Yeah. Either oh. way, I mean, you're, yeah, getting, you're more. getting more. Weed. You're, I mean, you're getting more alcohol than you would be. Dropping $10. Only on the second board. Dropping, dropping, and we're already fucking skipping waste. Dropping $20 on a six pack or a 12 pack of that shit. Mm. You're getting the, the tall can. How many ounces is it in the 12? 16? 16. Okay, okay. Alright. Um, this far in, we're already off track by so much booze and other herbage. <laughs> so, man. Uh, not gonna lie, uh, would have loved a lot more of the southern stuff, because I absolutely love Lazaretto, I absolutely love Thunderbuss. You need to get into, get his White Stripes. I gotta get the rest of his shit, man. There's some really good, uh, southern stuff on there. Have you heard Little Ghost? I love Icky Thump, though. Little Ghost. I love Icky Thump. Icky Thump. Ghost, Little Ghost, but I'm scared of the I just love that kind of weird, crazy, bluesy sound that the top has. With that kind the of only one Spanish, I can't fluid. do much to please you. And so, um, you know, I would have liked some more southern shit, but I, I, w I was uh, <coughs> loving his experimentation on on uh, boarding house, and I was like, this. this I don't remember shit. Really, man, it was rooted in like just wild electro like, okay, funk, here's, 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 uh, fucking hip hop and shit. When, man. when a Jack White album comes out, I'm usually already. 
heavy into something else at the time, and then other stuff comes out after, and I keep forgetting to go back to it. That's how it's been since the first Jack White album oh, came out. It at the time and everything else is out at the same time. Yeah, because right now the it's fucking Chili, Chili Peppers, Peppers is out, and I'm not listening to this. Even though, yeah, I've got it. And I listened to it the one time, and I just haven't gone back to it, because Chili Peppers is just there. I've just been stuck in the past. That's all I've been listening to for a week long. It's a great album. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, this uh, one, this one definitely doubles down on the uh, weird experimental shit from the last one, uh, but I do believe this album is incredible. Um, Experimentation-wise, fucking just guitar rock-wise. He does stay true to his style by um, sampling a lot of uh, music on there. Yeah, too. it's cool as hell. It's just a cool-sounding album. Uh, the songs are short. Oh, uh, this is a very short album. Yeah, so they don't get old, they don't wear out their welcome. Uh, there's lots of funk. I like Heidi Ho. Yeah, and there's a lot of hard rock, there's a lot of hip-hop inspired shit. Um, Fucking Q-Tip is on Heidi Ho. Is he? Yeah. Damn. But, like I said, these two, these last two albums, I love the shit out of them, but they still don't hold a candle uh, in my heart like uh, Blunderbuss or Lazaretto does, uh, just because I love the southern vibes he does. Um, but if you want something similar to White Stripes... Especially like later white stripes, like this is as close to that as like you're gonna get. Very white stripey. Um, what was that first song? Uh, take me back. Yeah, take me back. That is very fucking white stripey right oh, there. I loved White Raven and uh, Hi He Hi Ho. Hi De Ho. Hi Ho. Hi De Ho was good. Yeah. Like I don't know, cause to me after that. I just swear to God, I was listening to classic rock music. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of classic rock. It sounds like some Boston or something else is about to pop up. Even one song, for some reason, I started thinking about the hip fucking Wolf Rocks. I was about to talk about here, uh, Wolf Mother. Yeah. I, I, I love that fucking song. Yeah, it's, I put Wolf Mother on, the, on my list for... I think you did, because I didn't... I was like, damn, Wolf Mother had a new one? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, cool. it just—it felt like I was listening to the fucking Rock 103 back when we were teenagers. It's, it's just, just so cool out. that a dude in the mainstream is, is just making some hard rock and hey, that, that that first song is getting played constantly on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like that. And I, I'm glad that this album is nothing but hard rock and shit. Like, yeah, the fact yeah. that he's saving the slower stuff for the next one, I'm like, I'm glad we're getting the best of both worlds. Thank you, pandemic, because a lot of bands are doing that. Yeah, it's happening. Like a lot, a lot of bands a lot of bands were stuff. stuck in in their homes, and all they had to do was just make music. Fuck, Except we're getting four goddamn Weezer, Weezer albums this year. Well, the, that first Weezer one when he was stuck in the home, I that was what spring. Whatever the one he's playing a piano, it's just all acoustic and. I think he's talking about Okay Human. No Weezer. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, oh. Human by Weezer. <laughs> No. That one they dropped good. like 18 albums. Yeah, I know, I can't remember. Which <laughs> Weezer is like the most consistent band that no one asks for them to continue. <laughs> yeah, I just saw there's a new album out right now. Yeah. They're, I they're started listening to it and I was like... There's four coming I, I just here. always go back to Blue Album. Then yeah. Coming, uh, Sweater Undone and, and Bobby Holly. <laughs> there's four <laughs> coming this year. As long as well, the, I listen to snippets of the new one, and it's like okay. I like Van Weezer. Oh, Van Weezer was cool. Yeah, Van Weezer was cool, that, especially the the, the the moments in Bill and Ted. 
because the it was in the the songs were in the Bill and Ted movie. I haven't watched it. You still haven't watched I it. I know. I have I have the streaming service. Don't even ah, watch it. <laughs> I know. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked oh, it a lot. Beautiful. I liked it a lot. It just um, make, it just me sad seeing all my favorite actors that are so old, huh. like Jackass. Them Jackass. It's like oh, Jackass is great though, dude. Oh, God, so much cock. <laughs> I think that's the most cock off screen. There was a lot of, lot of, lot of cock bits in there. That, that was funny when her. Joey was like, "That was two steps away from a gay porno." <laughs> and Joey said, "Have you seen Godzilla yet?" And you're like, "No, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the new Godzillas." And here comes Dickzilla. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god!" So anyway, uh, the album starts off. Oh, that was like <laughs> crap. <laughs> Man, no, poor Preston. And then they're like, hey, come back. And he starts pulling his sack down. <laughs> oh, poor Preston. Oh, um, <laughs> I hope he got paid well. So uh, it starts off with Taping Bag, rocking ass track. I love the drums. I love the riff. It's just a heavy ass rocking track. Uh, then we get Fear of the Dawn, another badass heavy track. Love just the wild noise on it. Uh, the White Ra Raven, more badass heavy jamming shit. I mean, you're gonna get. The thing is, a lot of these songs are just heavy rockin' jamming songs. Heidi Ho uh, does some interesting stuff. White Raven also had that, didn't have that electronic part of it. Yeah, there's like that electronic. Was, that was that's all that's the one with the uh, theremin, isn't it? The White Raven. Yeah, I think so. One of the one of these songs. Has that's why a, it was so weird. Like, wow, has a theremin in it. This is like jazz by way of. Jack White doing classic rock. I might be thinking of a different. So like, those are some real heavy, like White Stripes kind of drum. Yeah. He's playing like most of the songs on here. He's doing all this shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll be damn. Oh. There's like maybe three or four songs that he's got a backing band. But he's literally playing everything on this album. It's pretty impressive, man. He's yeah. almost Prince. Almost, but not. Not quite. Well, Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho is real interesting because he samples Cab Calloway. Yeah. Is, you know, Heidi Ho's the Cab Calloway thing. The Heidi Ho man. But he samples that. Whoa! Oh, yeah, Dad. Whatever shit, Cab. Be the right. Do dollar shit. Yeah, his, his whoa weeba do dollar shit, you know. Just, I just wrote like gibberish down to the, remember. That's that, what like, it was. That's just weird stuff. Whoa, oh, hey, we um, should throw something in like that for the next Cheddar Pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, hell, that because we got that. Uh, like I said, the new, uh, the new uh, X song is gonna be a swing. There you go. Kind of big bandy style. Like, thing. Maybe, there's, maybe the little character is kind of like a. Middle Eastern or something, <laughs> and you get the so we can do like an Indian thing. I love the because it wouldn't be considered bad. So I love the silly and nonsensical lyrics of the track. I love the hip hop vibe. And the crazy Latin flair that kind of comes in this song with the weird sim shit. There's just a lot of shit happening on all these songs. You gotta really fucking just, I don't know, man. It's just a lot of shit to try and pay Loud rock and roll. Uh, then you got uh, Esophobia. Uh, love the dub kind of vibe. Like these oh, dubby drums, the dubby noises. 
Uh, the melody's fun. The song throws a lot of shit around and it jams out. Into the Twilight is cool. I love the weird vocals at the beginning uh, and the badass electro funk like Into the Twilight. Oh, it's just so fucking cool. Uh, Dusk is a nice sounding little bit. Where's your other turtle? It's out there. Yeah, you can put him next to him. The track, What's the Trick? Uh, another booming, badass jam. Uh, the drums go hard. I uh, love the hip-hop break in the middle. Um, and then, That Was Then, This Is Now. Uh, another fun, rocking song. I love the melody, the odd noises. Just a cool-ass song. And the change around the minute 25 mark kicks a lot of ass. Then... Weirdly enough, we get an Essophobia reprise. Yeah. Uh, love the guitar on it. The melody is just cool. And I was just happy to get a, another variation of one of my favorite tracks. Uh, Morning, Noon, and Night. Really cool rocking track with these dreamy synths. Starts to sound like old 70s rock track. Uh, love how everything fades out. And you just have the little lead guitar close to the end of the song, and you think the song is over, but then everything slowly fades back in before it all ends, which I thought was pretty cool. Then the last track, Shedding My Velvet, the only slower track on the album, uh, but one thing I noticed was all of the noisy shit goes away toward the end of that song, and then the acoustics kick in, and it's acoustic guitar... Um, coming in at the end of the song, and I'm wondering if since his next album is a more folky southern album, I'm wondering if that was done on purpose to sort of be a segue into Ooh, what the next album's cool. going to sound like. I was, cool. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, Question that's real pretty quick. interesting. What know? was the last Vinyl Me Please we did? Uh, um, Fortet. The... Um, the one before Black Sabbath? No, the one before the one before Black Sabbath. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, then we, well, we have to do those. Um, then we to honor what we did back then, I guess. No, I don't know. Cause the that one though, the Blessed Feathers, that's really good. That's very Fleet Foxy. I want to know what the They're drink all good. Is. The drinks all suck. Like, all yeah, but what is the drink was. that bl comes with Black Sabbath? I want to know that. I remember it had like blackberries in it when I read the recipe. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um. But, uh, That'd be, so we only did four, and you got three after that. Yeah, I did. Why didn't we do those? Uh, because was it worth it? Well, yeah, it was. The main thing was it was what there was October, November, and December. Yeah, once a month. And um, you know, things slow down on the channel between yeah, those months the holidays, anyway. Yeah, definitely. But also, uh, you know, I was working second shift. And it was just harder to get everyone together. Okay, anyway. and on those, during that time, we were, the, so, the videos that we did do were like birthday videos and the Christmas video. Yeah. We weren't thinking about this yeah. stuff. We, okay, were, we did could. Halloween video, Christmas yeah, videos, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like all of our main stuff. It was like, and then the, the reason I stopped it was because like, duh, number one, uh, that was $30 a month. Ew. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, but the way I looked at the way I looked at it, it was get a cool random ass record for the price Bunch of, of, swag a, of, of a random of a record anyway. These are exclusive pressings. Da 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 da. Yeah. And you know, but I was Were like, they all colored. Uh, they are all. There's something cool about all of them in a way. Okay. I can't remember. 
But the thing is, is I stopped doing it because I was like, number one, I'm only doing Vinyl and Please to do the show. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a show that I'm spending money on. Yeah, and we aren't expensive. making money. You know, we still don't make money from this. But so you're spending 30 on that, then you got to get the stuff. Got to buy liquor. the shit for the liquor because yeah. every every fucking recipe calls for shit that is top shelf or impossible to find. Which over is probably here. why half the time the drinks taste like ass. Yeah, because we, we had to deviate. We had to deviate from the recipe Man, I was so, so much. Bad at that. The watermelon one. one. Yeah, the watermelon terrible. margarita should have been awesome, but yeah, it was, it was yeah. well, I mean, it was literally took watermelon, and squished it by hand, and it was like, okay, that was the banana. Oh, that was yeah. worse. Yeah, I remember That's your night. What's throat. funny is I have since found out that we did have a muddler. Yeah, <laughs> it was in some sort of drink mixing kit that we had, but we had not opened, and we forgot about. Damn. So weirdly, sorry to decide. Well, I was done here. talking anyway. Yeah, except for to me, the album is. I'm gonna give the album a nine. Uh, Damn, you know it's a it's a fucking awesome ass album in, in rock music, experimental music, uh, just fun jamming shit, heavy shit. It's just a real fun ass album. But at the same time, uh, I I'm, I am more looking forward to what this next one's gonna sound like because, like I've said, I like his southern stuff better. Uh, I'm a bigger fan of that kind of stuff from him. Uh, to me, it sounds a little more sincere on on this kind of stuff. Especially with this one and Border House, uh, there's like a lot of vibes of like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm, I'm this kind of cool, motherfucker. I do this kind of cool little shit. You know, I don't know, like, there's more of like a show-offiness to the lyrics on these as opposed to like, inner deepness. He's kind of always been like that. Yeah, it's though. like, you kind of get both worlds, but what yeah. I like is like, on Lazarado and Blunderbuss, you get both of it. Like, on these last two albums, that's all you're kind of getting, it feels like. And so I'm really looking forward more to the Southern one. I want to see more of what he's got in store. Because like you, you, like you said, we've heard him do this shit before. Yeah. And we've heard him do Southern shit before too, but I do prefer the southern vibe a little more. Uh, but I love the, the experimentation. I love the rock shit. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to be going back to this all that much this year. See, that's what's funny is... <clears throat> Like I said, when when a Jack White album comes out, there's already stuff coming out that I want to hear more, and Jack White just gets pushed on the back burner, and I always forget to go back, and by the time I want to go back, there's a new Jack White coming out. <laughs> so, like, I never go back. So I don't... None of the shit that's come before, I remember. I don't remember Borderhouse Reach. I don't remember... Lazaretto. Well, I, I remember some things a... from Lazaretto, and I remember some things from Blunderbuss. You drink water, or I drink water. You yeah, drink yeah, I remember that. I like that. And, uh, Sixteen saltines. Man, I remember so those good. songs, but like, like, like I said, there's already stuff coming out. By the time I want to go back, a new Jack White's coming out. So, like, it's unfair for me to give this a rating because I only heard it once. And I don't really have much to say. I can go back and give you uh, maybe a thought on it at the end of the year when we do our thing, the rain, favorite albums or whatever. But I don't, I don't have much to say about it. The fact that like Lazaretto and Blunderbuss, I remember those songs more, and them albums are like old as fuck at this point. These two albums, yeah, at least ten. Yeah, like these two albums, the only thing I remember is the experimentation. 
like melodies escape me, lyrics escape me, but I can always remember shit that's going on in Lazaretto, like fucking melodies. I'd have to go back. Fucking. He's got to take me back. Take me back. <laughs> but I can't give it a rating because it's unfair. If I were to, you there. I mean, you know, I've done this before where like it's unfair for me to give a rating because reasons. Yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, what about you, Josh? Um, did you hear it? Yeah. Been there, done that. Feeling. Yeah, same shit. It's just a cool experimental album. It's just a cool rock oh, album. 7.5, 8. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's just, it's, I mean, I like White Raven and uh, the pie, the next song. Heidi <laughs> Ho. Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho with me. They were those two were very uniquely different from what I kind of I, I remember hearing. Cause like I said I liked White Stripes. I liked Icky Thump, best album. I'm sorry, I was about to sit here and criticize you for having a sticker for your work on your fridge, and then I'm like, I have the same for my work. I got fucking uh, magnet clamps for like chip bags that have my work name on it and shit. That well, that's a cool-ass sticker, though, man. We put that on the new doors. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's one of those, it's one of them Purdue, uh, oh, okay. it's one of those 3D stickers. It's one of those the case CD, the case sticker. That you want to dig your nails into. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of those. Those are cool as shit. Like those bubble, bubble yeah. stickers. We give them a uh, defect every time uh, they, uh, they forget to put that sticker on. They got on. those for all the Kodak machine I have to keep inventory on. Uh, new shit we got. Uh, Mine sucks. Uh, I like I do. I was making thirty dollars an hour today and some change just to go through four cases. I was bored as fuck, but I was just sitting on my ass. Damn, uh, that's when you put on a podcast. Well, yeah, but like like I said, everybody was jamming their uh, fuck right. Get down. Fuck fuck that's why you put in an earbud. You know, I don't really do that, man, because most of the time I'm dicking around with people. I'm walking around, fucking with people. I'm talking shit all day. See, that's where me and you were different. <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck about talking to really, anybody. Man, I am all like, over I am, I, am, I am, like, the most... I don't care to talk and, like, social interact with people. Like, you can't get me to shut the fuck up over there. I can't get you to shut the fuck, over, shut the fuck <laughs> up around me. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Okay, you always... I'm at lone wolf at work. I'm like, always got to be the center of attention. It's always been yeah, that I way. crave attention. I, you I, do. I, I, I do not... Uh, I do not hide from that. I am a... Attention whore, I crave that shit. I thrive off attention. Like, there's something like, mom, <laughs> is a basic mom bitch. said last night something like, I haven't seen another human in like almost two months. I said, that sounds like heaven. She said, maybe to you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you don't know. You don't understand. But we're like, going to be back. Social anxiety is so, it's a big thing for me. Yeah. Like, you ever see when there's like a bunch of people that I don't fucking know and I'm just silent as fuck? Social anxiety, man. Like, that's when I just want to go back home. (laughs) We'll be back in a moment with our Patreon request review of the two Carnivore albums. We'll see you guys in a moment. This one. What's up, y'all? We're back, and we're going to do our Patreon review of the first two Carnivore albums, uh, which is the band that Peter Steele did that basically turned into Typo Negative, my all-time number one favorite band. But Zach has a story in which to uh, Yeah, this, uh, we were talking about streaming, sur- music streaming services outside. Uh. And 
One day I went over to Charlie's house and we were talking about, uh, he, he was talking about how he loves Spotify and how he, he just finds all these random bands on there and how much he loves it and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. I, I'm on Apple because it's free because of a person I used to work with. She gave me, put me a part of her uh, family members. So I'm in the family and I can just listen to whatever the fuck I want to. Thank you, Hannah. And I got unused we started Amazon. we started uh, comparing uh, the streaming services on what's there, what's not there. And he was like, "Can you? Is this guy on there?" Is like, "No," because he, he couldn't find it on his thing, you know. And I was we were going back and forth with that. And I said, "Well," he goes, "Well, I, I love uh, Pandora because it's it it's introduced me to so much shit that I wouldn't know of without it." And I said, "Well." That's cool, but all those guys are on Apple. There's one thing that I can get on Apple that you can't get on Spotify. <laughs> and I played a Neil Young song. <laughs> and he's like, so? <laughs> That's I'm like, keep on rocking in the free world. That's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> I love you, Charlie. <laughs> he laughed, though, because he's like, God damn it. Because <laughs> it's like every streaming service is pretty much the fucking same. You can get every goddamn thing your heart desires on it. I just think that there's too many music streaming services. Because you got your Spotify, you the got your iHeartRadio, you got your Pandora. When music gets put on, when I get our music put on Spotify, the list... Of, of shit is like this long, and I'm like, I know two of these. <laughs> I know two of these. What are you talking about? Uh, of the streaming services that our music is on. Oh, oh, the okay. Music we make. So there's a big list you pay for it to be on Spotify, but it's on everything else. Yeah, they don't just put it on Spotify. They put That's it on crazy. Apple, they put it on Amazon, they put it on, like, I can pull our albums up on Amazon right mm -hmm. now. I can pull it up on Apple. Oh, That's wow. fucking awesome. And, uh, but then there's Deezer, there's Tidal, there's just so many. I've heard of Tidal, but like... Tidal's the Dr. Why, Dre one. Yeah, why is there so many, and neither one of them are really that distinct? No Because, like, you can get, like, with the streaming shows and movies, there's reasons you want the other... Yeah, other, like, you want certain one shows are on this streamer, yeah. or certain shows are on that like, streamer. You want, you want HBO because it has this... You want Netflix because it has Whereas that. Like all music is pretty much on all streaming. Yeah, I don't understand. What's the difference? Like, are you that what big? What are you doing? Or is it like does does Dr. Dre have a specific thing where it's like, no, only my songs are on this, which is not the case because I listen to the new Dr. Dre on Apple. Compton. Uh, is that the the five track EP? Oh, I don't know about a five track EP. He came out with a five track EP that was the songs he did for the uh, Grand Theft Auto expansion. Oh, I'll be damned. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, about the new expansion, it's fucking stupid because it's more online shit. But uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, there we are. Right there on the Amazon. Yeah, be beautiful mom. That's cool. Uh, what was the dude? Um, <laughs> Travis passed out the door. Franklin. Franklin, the, the black guy yeah. that you get to play. He now owns a fucking record company. And the other dude, his friend that played Black Jesus in the show, Black yeah. Jesus, his friend is there. 
and he's trying not to be so controversial. He's saying things that he's trying to hit on the woman that's like the secretary, but he says things like that is more PC now, and it's poking fun at that. And then he, CJ, not CJ, wow, CJ, Franklin is introducing you, trying to get you into his new music company. Or whatever, oh, and he looks to the side, and this dog comes up on him. Old Chop. Oh, Jesus. Do you remember okay. Chop? He's. You don't remember the dog? Okay. Hold on. Am I really that stoned? Are we talking about GTA? Yeah. We're talking about GTA. Holy Christ, yeah. dude. Where did okay. my brain just go? Because holy crap, yeah. I thought we were talking about something else just a minute ago. Now I know, uh, Dr. Dre brought me onto this. So, you had a dog in GTA 5. Yeah. Chop. I remember, but that dog. Okay. Okay, so it's been years. Yeah, since now I played Travis that. has no the, idea about any of that. It has been two console generations yeah. since I played that. There wasn't even the DLC yet. About when it, he though, played it last. Is they made the dog age. Oh. They like he's got gray hairs in his face and he barely gets around and shit. It's like damn. When you think about it, it has been that long since we've seen that dog. Isn't whatever. Anyway, yeah, the new Dr. Dre. Songs, album, EP, whatever is stuff he did for Grand Theft Auto. They're not bad, but they're also not good. <laughs> I still haven't heard Compton yet. I remember when it came out, when uh, the Straight Outta Compton movie came out, and I was like, oh, we're still waiting on Detox, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's doing it at this oh. point. But anyway, here we are. We're talking about uh, Carnivore. Are we? Yeah, the first, uh, well, not the first band. There was, uh, I believe it was Fallout something uh, that Peter Steele did, but Carnivore is the closest uh, connection to uh, what Typo Negative would eventually be. Uh, and Carnivore. Oh, and almost said Carnivore. Well, because the, the first two albums has Peter Steele after that. There's more Carnivore out carnivore album there actually aren't yeah there's only two here there's only two carnivore albums it pulls up also there's another band carnivore now new york new york um now uh oh the similar artist celtic forest celtic celtic frost celtic frost yes um, I'm going to say it now. I don't see why guar isn't the first thing that pops up nuclear it assault. literally sounds like guar to me exhorter I can see yeah, that. I Except see for the, the parts, because like, to me, you can hear it sheer sounds terror. like clearly like gore, Carter. and then the parts that sound clearly like fucking typo negative. <laughs> this is funny. It's just like, you take lots, it's like, yeah. our lyrics are nothing about fucking rape and fucking, you know, tits, and make it by as if gore, which technically still would have been gore, but Every there's been space tits. similar artist is like, you know, shots of the band or whatever, and that they, they look like what you think they would look like. Then you got Coroner. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, there's only two, uh, there's two demos. There's 84 demo and then a uh, USA for USA uh, demo. Uh, oh, so they're both demos? Yeah, but there's Carnivore and then Retaliation. The, the only two well, fuck official... Well, 15 albums to be a demo, 15 songs to be a demo, that ain't bad. USA for USA? Look at Retaliation. Yeah, Retaliation is the second and final album, basically. Yeah. 
because they they redid the album because there's actually the original there's version. There's eleven songs. That's a, those are full albums. I didn't say these were demos. You said these there's were... these those two. Oh, they got demos on there. Yeah. Okay. There's two My official bad. albums. There's Carnivore and Retaliation. Then they con- there's a compilation version that mixes Retaliation and Carnivore. Then there is Demo '84 and USA for USA in '86. Um, which track is that? Predator. Man, I love it. Um, I haven't heard any of these. Parts you clearly like that typo negative. Mm-hmm. The soft parts that he does, the uh, soft like. Ooh, the there is only one song on both of these albums, or or yeah. within both of within these albums that use what would be the dominant so, Peter Steele uh, sexy voice, that long oh, chanty memory. voice, mm-hmm. and it is um, it is um, it's the song male supremacy. Um, God damn, that is such a rapey song. Yeah, it's a very, very rapey song, but like, it's... Doesn't like, he already write rapey songs, though? Not really. No, 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 this, this carnivore kid, it's supposed to be like... Four, four, four. Yeah, so typo negative. Right here, typo negative all the way. I bet you were happy when you heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why I said it. it's like gore, 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 typo negative, gore, gore, gore. And so, <laughs> so before I get into the little track by tracks, the thing is, is um, the very first typo negative album, Slow, Deep, and Hard, was going to be everything was written as the third Carnivore album, but those guys they they broke up. But Peter Steele was still contractually obligated to make another album, and uh, put the band together that would become Typo Negative, they did Slow, Deep, and Hard. Now, if you are a fan of Typo Negative, the more goth metal Typo Negative, there are hints of what Typo Negative would eventually be known for on both of these albums. There's hints of it. Uh, But if you're a bigger fan of the Slow, Deep, and Hard album, and the more thrashier tracks that you get uh, on Typo Negative's uh, albums, you'll love Carnivore. And I, I love Carnivore because I get the best of both worlds, more on the thrashier side. Uh, but still, Typo Negative is still my jam, my favorite fucking band in the world. Um, Plus, and the guy's cock is on the fucking first album. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> no, right there. Don't know who's talking to him. No, they hard. said it's his. Oh. That's him. Like, I wonder who the girl is. But, uh, uh, so. Is she gonna start trying to sue and make some money? Well, he's dead, so. But what's funny is, I didn't know about <laughs> Carnivore. Kurt dead! Um. I didn't know about Carnivore until 2006. Um. When I started working at Cessna, and uh, a guy I knew over there was telling me it. 
Oh, and you did they just now release the albums? No, the albums have been, been around since the eighties. Uh, but were they accessible? Out of print. Out of print. Okay, so you, and then, were they re-released? Yeah, there was like a re-release in the early two thousands, out of print, and then the two that I have now were re-released in like twenty eighteen. And, and I'm you glad didn't get I them then. I did get them then. Those are the two that I have. Yeah, it's two. Oh, yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. See. God damn it, man. I'm not looking at 2018 like it was four we years ago. We talked about Carnivore at one point. We were doing a video for one of the uh, typo negatives things we are doing. Yeah. We brought up Carnivore, but we never went into that. Because, yeah. you know, because at the time, you we couldn't hurt them. Yeah, that's hard crazy. to fucking find any music. That's uh, crazy that it was around, but, like, when you never, like, tried to... Well, it was hard it was, to get a hold yeah, of because yeah. it was shit was out of print. Now, it, yeah, it was but see, nowadays, pricey. nowadays you look at it and you're like, if it's thirty dollars, I'm still gonna buy it. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. now because I make a whole lot more money than I yeah. was fifteen, twenty years ago. Um, Finding old life old uh, CDs is actually getting really hard. Uh, but uh, you know, so I'm glad that I bought those two when they did re-release. Yeah, uh, because they're out of print again. Uh, shit happens. But. Uh, it is, to me, the way I look at it, the, the bridge between the carnivore sound and what would eventually dominate typo negative sound is on Origin of the Feasties, their second album, uh, which took all of the thrashy songs from Slow, Deep, and Hard and melodic them up some more, used a lot more of the deep. Uh, slow vocals because there's not any of that on slow deep and hard either if I'm remembering correctly uh, and to me the versions of the, the songs that are on slow deep and hard the versions that they do on origin of the feces to me are better uh, there there's a little more energy in there so there's a little more fun uh, but so carnivore the band uh, with Peter Steele had reformed a handful of times for about a year or two, like in the early 90s they did, and then in like the mid-2000s, before he died. So um, why did he not name, why did he change the name of the band when the guys left? Well, it was no longer the corner, it was Carnivore, it was just him. It was just him, and he got, uh, he got Sal and Kenny. Uh, yeah, or, that's, what I, Kenny, that's what I was trying to get at, like he... When uh, the typo started, but he was still contractually obligated to make the next album with Carnivore, even though Carnivore wasn't there, why didn't he just well, he was, hire the new guys he didn't have to call make it, it for Carnivore. Carnivore? He was just contractually, he had to make a new album. Yeah, but why didn't he just continue to call it Carnivore? Well, he just wanted, he made a new band. He did, it was just him. So when he brought new people in, it's he made it a new band. band. And okay. he went with, uh, that's why the first album is still very fucking, I call it gore-like, that, that Fast-paced, kind of punky. Yeah, almost like a hardcore yeah. punk thrash. Wasn't your first one Bloody Kisses? Yeah, my first one was Bloody Kisses. Most people's first one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that true. was my first one too. Um, but yeah, when, once he got he got Kenny Hickley, Josh Silver, and uh, Sal Abruzzo. I can never pronounce his last name, but that guy only played drums for a couple of years. He's only on. The first couple typo negative albums. I think. Uh, I think at that point uh, Johnny Kelly joined, and I think his first album as a band member might have been. How many uh, albums we got? Uh, might have been um, October Rust. I think Sal is still credited on Bloody Kisses. Uh, let me find out real quick. Eight, eight nine albums. Um. 
their their one essential album is Bloody, Bloody Kisses. Kisses. Because yeah. you gotta have Black Knight. The Top Shelf Edition. What's special about uh, that? Oh, there's like a couple extra, extra tracks. I gotta get a hold of that one, but that one like runs a little pricey too. It's like an extended yeah. album. Um, get your extra tracks. But uh, there was two versions of Black Number. Yeah, there's like a little red, like they only got shorter seven. version. The yeah. short version, and then the long ass version. Uh, Do you have the remastered of the Slow Deep and Hard? I have. Is yours the one that you can clearly tell it's a cock and clitoris, or no? That okay. one's hard to get. That, okay. Uh, mine looks like that, but it is slightly more uh, unnoticeable. This has Rainy. Eight, eight songs. Uh, let me grab mine. Yeah, because it came out with different versions, where the cover was a lot harder to see versus the easy as uh, clear as day. Yeah, yeah, mine's the more grainy version. That's yeah. what this oh, yours like. is the closer up one. Yeah, that's yeah. even closer. You couldn't tell. Because mm-hmm. the original, I think, was farther out, so you can clearly tell the clit and the, uh, a penis and a vagina. I mean, hell, get a hold of the first I mean, cause it was version called of slow Origin of Deceit. Uh, get a get a Get a glimpse of the album cover, the original album cover for Origin of the Feces. Yeah, it's, it's just I mean, straight it's up just skeletons. It's Ace Ventura ass talking without pants. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Kind of I remember a few when Life Is Killing Me came out. You yeah. Know that. Life Is Killing Me. That was the new album when uh, yeah, when I started doing that. Yeah, that was time. Dead again. You started what? When I first started listening to them, that was the latest album. Buddy food. So, Big ass uh, food. he's bloody food. Well, he is bloody food. Buddy food. Now. Buddy food. Uh, he is technically he got a little food. sore on him. We're gonna take him to the vet. Oh, uh, they got a compilation out. Uh, there is the best compilation for oh, Typo Negative. Least is least worst. Least though? worst. Yeah. Least worst. What was it's that about? That was an versions and B sides. Okay, so yeah. that's considered a lot. Of, that's considered one of their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so they got eight. Uh, and then there's the greatest yeah. hits, and the only reason to buy that is their cover of Highway nine. Star. Best of? Yeah. Or the compilation. There's a best of album that Roadrunner dropped where... Roadrunner in 2012? Uh, maybe so. Is Highway Star on there? Yeah, yeah. The, the black one? Is it the um, black album? They have big Roadrunner on the bottom of it. Discs. Uh, why are they gonna put skip it on there? Are you kidding me? Well, this is more like a box set. Yeah, 71 songs, and I'm talking about a, just the greatest hits album. 71. Jesus Christ, why? So that's like yeah, every album. That, isn't it cover like a black one? It just says, uh, and it says a big red uh, Roadrunner label at the bottom. They do the same thing with like Slipknot and all the other bands. That's just a massive compilation of the best of. Um, but. Yeah, the car carnivore sounds a lot like slow deep and hard. And I've I've heard people say, oh, I only like slow deep and hard. No, no, no. They're not more. They're not into the more gothy metal side of typo. I prefer the gothy. Um, metal. I do too. Like I prefer the melodic, the slow, the doomy. Uh, Black like, number one. The the, the 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 stink Floyd as he calls it, his his Sabbath and Pink Floyd mashup yeah. style. That's why. That's why I said, like, to rest of it. The melody, the the harmonies, the way they the way they sing together. Um, I think with um, uh, fucking Kenny uh, Hickley um, being uh, you know doing co vocals with him uh, is uh, is perfect. Um, but uh, so the first Carnivore album, 
there are a lot of hints of what type O negative would eventually uh, be. Um, there's more thrash metal stuff, but there's also Sabbathy doomy bits here and there. Uh, so the first track, Predator, heavy thrash metal. Um, I love the slower bits, you know, like, damn, foo, pushing buttons. I love the slower bits. I love in the middle of the song when you get the dinner bell, and then he goes, Sweet! and then you get these pig noises and shit. And uh, then a killer little uh, solo comes in, and then the, uh, the song ends with a burp. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm saying that it's, not, it's just, when it's not the typo negative sound, it's the gore sound. Yeah, because like, like, if I mean, I like about, it, but I just, I, it made me want to listen to gore more than anything. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, uh, the drums are very in between, like, hardcore punk and thrash metal. Uh, like, it's a more interesting sort of thrashy metal album that, I, that I've ever heard. Uh, then this, the, the title track, Carnivore, uh, the intro is a massive hint to the typo negative style. It's very doomy, it's very Sabbathy, slow, and then it goes into uh, some killer thrash metal. Um, and then when you think about the song, the lyrics, I think he's just singing about eating pussy. And yeah, that that totally. makes him a carnivore because he's eating meat. But I'm like, but doesn't that make you a vegetarian? <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what all carnivore is literally because like like predator, sexual predator. The whole the whole damn thing is about him fucking literally just taking women. You know, just fucking. It's all it is about the whole damn thing is just pinnacle. Just fucking. And wait a minute, did you say Sabbath and Doomy? Wait, didn't I say something like last time we did a video and somebody, it's not doomy? Ha <laughs> <laughs> that. What? what? Oh, he, he's throwing shade at David for throwing shade at him. <laughs> what happened? Uh, when we did the ghost review, Josh had mentioned it's very Sabbath Sabbathy, kind of doomy. Now, I will say, that, that new ghost album, none of that's on there. But the earlier Ghost albums definitely have 70s and David, vibes. And David, David, David straight up fucking just got on the Josh, <laughs> and You're like, there is no doom on this album. I don't like, remember that. Wow. Really? Damn, yeah, like, David David jumps on Josh. Wow. <laughs> David does that kind of thing. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, David's just strong on his opinions. David's David, man. Like, I'm if somebody funny. says anything, on here, if somebody says anything that, like, I don't necessarily agree with, I don't, I, you know, I, 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 it's nothing for me to. Uh, uh, you let them have your their opinion. Let them have their thing, man. David's like, no, you are wrong. Yeah, David's this like, is why I am right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, referring to yeah. the, the way the guitar and the bass sound. It has that long, like deep drone to it, which is very indicative <laughs> doom sound. That droning sound. I do love how David gets on like that, like his long tangents, like, I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, when me and David reviewed that new Tool album a couple years ago, it was just two hours of going back and forth. No, man, this album is fucking awesome. No, this album is shit. <laughs> fucking, it is back and forth that for I still hours. haven't heard that. Really? That album was great, man. I still haven't, because I don't want to spend $40 on a goddamn album. Even though I used to do it, I used to That's, do it with fucking vinyl. That would really prove the memes true. No matter how fucking expensive it is, these Tool fans will. Be, New Tool album. 
A hundred dollars. I I mean I dropped thirty nine. <laughs> I dropped thirty nine on the video version, and Reach. then uh, about fifteen twenty on the 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 deluxe book edition. Yeah, see the reason I didn't pick. But it I up ain't is dropping no eight hundred dollars on the goddamn vinyl. I'm yeah, sorry. That's I love stupid. you tool, but I don't like that's you that much. Stupid. I think Gord beat take them with uh, their Beast edition. At five thousand dollars, Guar, I just want a fifteen hundred dollar guitar. Guar, I just want a CD. Would you have gotten all that other? Would you have bought the or bought? Would you have bought the uh, Rammstein box set with all the dildos? Yes, we had talked about this before. Like if it was a, well, I mean if it's a real, not if it was about sixty bucks. Yeah, how much was it? I do not no, know. No, I didn't know it. about it till years after it came out. When we I tried to look it, it up, was, it was it was like common now. When no, I no, it, it was for the uh, 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 Leave Us for Holiday album. Yeah, and it was like mm. you know it was a collector's edition. It literally was. So now you get it. No clue. You don't know what the price is because now people want like astronomical prices. For yeah, there's the new Coheed is like a hundred and fifty dollars. That's for fine. The fucking I say anything. The, and the a big, cool, special edition thing, and I'm like, I just spent ten dollars. And see, like, CD. like, alright, so with Elstorm, all right, I just pre-ordered their new album with the box version. That's sixty bucks. Yeah, right? that's, that's fine. Well, what's crazy is the first one was like forty, the second one was fifty, and the newest one was sixty. Inflation. And, uh, but I'm like, yeah, exactly. But to me, the newest one comes with cooler shit than the second one because you got the shot glasses. I'm like, that's cool. Elstorm shot glasses. I'm fucking down with it. Uh, but they also got other cool pre-order bundles. There's one with a big old fucking beer tanker, and I'm like, I kind of want that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, like sixty dollars, I'll, I'll drop for something I really want. Which yeah, the new Muse album. I'm kind of. Have you seen the big ass fucking bundle for it? No. Their big top tier bundle, sixty dollars or seventy, I believe. But three variations of the cassette. The CD, the vinyl, like signed art prints, like all that. I'm okay, like, if it's eh. the CD and the vinyl, that makes sense. Yeah. But three goddamn cassettes. Three that's versions stupid. of the cassettes. Three I versions of the cassettes. Because cassettes but and I, tracks are I so did like that hotcakes. with Ghost, uh. but separately. You know, Ghost, I bought the vinyl, but the CD, I bought both versions of the cassettes. I still did Ghost have an 8-track of that up. one, too? Tom? Didn't Ghost have an 8-track of that one, too? Not or for the new one. one. The 8-track was for a uh, prequel. That's yeah, that's what's so, that was cool. Which would have been cool, but I was like, at the time, I was like, I don't want to drop $45 Plus, on dollars. You would have caught hell trying to find an 8-track player if you actually ever wanted to listen to it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would not listen to it. That's why I don't the open thing the is, The thing is, uh, like, I'm kicking myself in the ass for not getting the Coheed Special Edition that came out for Year of the Black Rainbow, because it was a fucking novel. Came with a novel that was that oh, thick damn, and it was fifty dollars. Hey, don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I kick myself for losing my ass. Like, the way I look at it, the reason I do this now is because when I bought that first Elstorm box, I was like, you know what? This right here costs less than a fucking video game, and it's something that I want. And I don't play video games anymore. So I'm like, why would I not buy, why would I be like, damn, it's $50, do so I want to drop $50 on that? But when, back in the day, I was like, oh man, new video game, $60, $70, collector's 10 edition, you know? And I'm like, why am I depriving myself of, like, the nice, cool, bullshit uh, version? But, uh, well, I said, remember, I, can't, I, I hate myself every day for losing my fucking death clock. Yes, which crazily enough, I got a copy from Charlie a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm like, 
Damn it! That's that out. I did not realize how rare that one was. Right, and see, I still kick myself in the ass for not buying that version. I went to Circuit City because I got a camera. Like, Travis, look, it's out. I got yeah, the fucking, and fucking. I bought the blue edition. I was like, why do I want to spend five dollars more, more for, for one? But now, but ever since then, that's the only one. You, that's the only CD you can get. Duncan Hills Coffee Table yeah, on too. Ever since then, I've been like, I will always get the deluxe edition if I can. And Especially if it's official. If it's not um, like. Well, it's like, uh, when I gave you that Limp Bizkit, was that the Best Buy version that actually had the best, the, the ex no, it wasn't, because that's right, I couldn't find it. I have no clue. Uh, you're talking about the Snake Cobra album? Yeah, when they had the Gold Cobra, it was in a gold case, because it had a, it was a Best Buy exclusive, it had a song that was not on any other yeah, version. Yeah, anytime there was a Best Buy version, I was getting that. Anytime there was a Target version, I was Sometimes getting that. Sometimes they have something you can't um, get nowhere else, and yeah. they're super rare. And, uh, you know, so ever since that happened with the with the Death Clock, but I finally, a couple years ago, I got a copy of it that's from Charlie. That's super lucky. Yeah, $15. I gave him $15. Jesus, that's our deal. Yeah, better than I mean. But here's the thing: someone is playing like live music out yeah, around this area. I heard a microphone. Yeah, I'll play um, all day. Yeah, but I have. I mean, I see it go for about. Uh, I see it go for about twenty dollars. I think discounts. for a while it got close to like fifty I've bucks seen it for a while. 50 now. I think I've when, seen it high. it was around about the time, but I think the last when they had the the Metalocalypse fucking movie, and it was pretty much going to get toward the end. It got super popular. But yeah, so let's get back into carnivore. Um, male supremacy. Probably the first track that really has massive hints of what typo negative would be. It's a badass long track at over seven minutes long. Around the three minute mark, you get the only bit of the of the Peter Steele sexy voice uh, with the melodic, deep, clean vocal. Not as heavy on the reverb as you uh, you wind up getting, but I've had I've heard, that people, sound, he I've heard people say before that his voice is fake. This is probably Dad even said that. Yeah, but next to Lucky hearing him live uh, and uh, hearing an unreverbed version. You know, the, that's the man's fucking voice, y'all. Yes, they well, yeah, I can hear it. Like, yeah, he's got he's a deep like that. When he baritone. speaks, yeah, it's incredibly it's a fucking deep. That's a deep Dad baritone. was probably just talking about there's an effect. Yeah, the reverb on, on there. Yeah. You know, who knows? Uh, but fucking love it. He took it to his um, grave now. He can actually have a natural reverb. The bass line that comes did. in, and then when he does the whoa, whoa. You want a Godsmack album, Josh? Yeah, you want a Godsmack. Didn't I give you guys? A no, I bought one a couple of years ago, but Travis I grabbed that one. I didn't have, and he was trying to give it to me. I'm like, I already got that. It's got good songs on it. Well, yeah, that was awesome. the good one. Yeah, it's the only good one, but, really. Uh, see, I, I, I actually kind of like a lot. I like a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, there's a lot of Godsmack. I like. The next album is really ones. good though, because uh, I like Vampires on the next one. That song's fucking the amazing. Fucking what's it called? Voodoo Two is actually pretty good. Yeah, I like the Oracle too. I'll check out some more if I see it at Goodwill. Like that's not, the only way I got my. I'm not a full price in on Godsmack. No, y'all. Amazon. That's it. But I did buy the first one on Amazon uh, when one night we were all out here real late, 
And I mean, uh, we, I remember we were just um, nostalgic and talking about it. Prince I was like, Persia. You know, we were all. Uh, yeah, that was that one. Wasn't that the worst one? Worst well, Prince of Persia. I remember when Travis got the game, dude. We were sitting there playing it, and Travis was like, "It was great at first, and like every fucking time he died, he had to go back." It's like, oh, I just kept it, over here. This Godsmack song and again. Then that one That's time, fucking so glitched out. It was so bad. It glitched out. They played the whole entire. Glitched out. It would. And I did the Dahaka bit with no music. Then when the Dehaka bit ended, it started then playing. it started playing the God's the song. And I'm playing the normal <laughs> part of the game, and it's <laughs> fucking playing. That has got to be so fucking It was annoying, annoying dude. We, we hated it after a while, for a while after that. It was I like, got sick of that damn track, dude. That's an annoying thing, like, to play a whole game. And that's why I was so song. glad when, when uh, that third one came out, and, like, they... There's more Arabian shit. Yeah, 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 they dropped the damn, the damn brooding... Uh, Brooding fucking Prince shit from the second game. Brought back the voice of the guy from the first one. Yeah. And, like, the third one to me is the best one next to the first one. But, like, um, that's that's kind of how I felt about Devil May Cry 3. Because every time you got in a fight, it would play that industrial song. Oh, my like, God, it's right. Which is like, damn, if y'all had a different song for every yeah, time I yeah. had to get in a fight. But why do I have to hear the same fucking song every time I enter a room? Like, like, the fight would be over by the time the vocals start kicking in. Yeah! And I'm like, damn, I want to hear the whole song at least, motherfucker. One time, but then you get you get so used to hearing those That's what parts. was so bad about Prince of Persia. It wasn't the whole damn song. Yeah. It was just that one section of the fucking <laughs> song. <laughs> What song was that? Uh, it was the I Stand Alone. Stand Alone. Stand Alone. Maybe that. Ah, I can't remember. Stand Alone. Oh. It's like that's the one thing that all fucking Godsmack is the one band that does not fit with fucking Prince of Persia in its setting. But so back on Carnival. So on the middle bit on uh, Smell Supremacy, when you get that, that smell, the opening riff uh, to the melodic uh, sexy voice part. Uh, and the um, the little guitar uh, thing in there is very typo negative. Then we get to the track Armageddon. Man, the very slow doomy vibe. Another one with stuff that would eventually dominate the typo negative sound. The slow doom intro. The piano comes in. Um, that's a big piece that carries over to the typo negative sound. Um, the thrashy bit, then it goes back to the doomy shit. Like, just really cool. Uh, then you got Legion of Doom, badass riffs at the beginning, awesome thrash track. At the minute and a half mark, you get to the sludgy and doom stuff. Um, God is Dead, it's another awesome track. Uh, I love the groove during the chorus. And then at toward the end of the song, they just kind of run with that groove, and you get these female vocals saying, God is dead. Then thermonuclear war, thermonuclear war, uh, warrior. Nuclear, nuclear, the yes nuclear, is silent. Nuclear, uh, nuclear, the yes is silent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, it starts off uh, with it, that do 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 do. Open it, damn it, right now, while you're talking. Why? I will eventually, man. I'm trying to stay on message here. Uh, it, what is that song, y'all? Is that a Russian thing? Cause like that's this, something I remember from t Tiny Tunes. 
Like, it's, like they're, they're working. Dun, 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 yeah, I have dun, no clue what that dun, dun, song dun, dun, is. Yeah. Dun, uh, I dun, even today, dun, dun, when I was writing dun, these notes dun, on lunch at work, dun, I typed in old Russian song on YouTube and then found all these like songs. I'm like, damn, these are some rad fucking songs. <laughs> but I did not find that one. I don't know. It's, it's got a Russian vibe. Like, there is a sound. There is a new Pink Floyd. There are notes that. We're not gonna get into that goddamn song. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that fucking song, man. <laughs> you have strong feelings, okay? I am I'm not sorry. a fan. Not a fan. Wow. Um, okay, we should talk I about am that. Not a fan. We'll we will yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. should talk about that. Well, um, we should do it tonight. We can do it tonight. Okay, we're almost done with this. We'll finish it uh, and get into it. Quit distracting us. Quit distracting me. And we'll get there. So, what is da 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 da? Anyway, uh, it's a rad fucking track. Uh, but is that a Russian song? I have no clue. But there's like a thing about, uh, there's like a certain thing about the way Russian music sounds. And that's what I get when I hear that. But then you have World Wars 3 and 4. And it starts off like another great typo negative track. Like there are hints of what typo negative would be. Slow riffs, double bass coming in. It's a 10 minute song, y'all. The melody after three minutes uh, before the solo uh, is uh, is very good, uh, and I wish it was a little louder. Um, seven minutes gets a cool explosion, um, while you get the explosion sound like a nuclear bomb goes off, and you just got this fallout noise. But you have the Star Spangled Banner playing in the background, which I think is just great. Uh, then USA for USA, just a really heavy thrash track. Uh, then at the end of this first album, there's Suck My Dick and Sex and Violence, which are just demo bonus tracks, demos of two songs that are on the next album, Retaliation. So then we get to the second album, Retaliation. This, this one, production-wise, sounds a whole lot better. We're not uh, almost done. we got a whole other album. No, um, and then... The album is more thrashier. It doesn't have as many of the doomy bits. A lot of the... Uh, there's not a whole lot of what eventually would be... To me, there are more typo-negative vibes on the first Carnivore album than there are on this one. Uh, but if you like the thrashy Peter Steele stuff, it's on here. The, the bass sound, the guitar sound, it's all here. Uh, it's just not as prominent as it is on the first one. The first track, Jack Daniels and Pizza, is a really gross throwing up intro, isn't it? You hear the dude running in and busting the door open and just throwing up. It is and, and gross. Slosh, it, it, they really recorded somebody vomiting up. Yeah, it they, had to they be. They stuck the microphone in there so you could hear the sounds of the chunk, the, the liquidy, it, it that liquidy splat gross. sound. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's real. fucking gross. It was straight up real. Uh, then you have Angry Nar Neurotic Catholics, badass thrash track. Then you have the uh, the studio better version of Suck My Dick. Um, and then in a few seconds you get uh, this like, whoa. Like the song starts, then for a second it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like everybody stops and it's like you fucked up. Then they restart the song. Then Ground Zero Brooklyn, love it. There's a great Doomy intro. Uh, it's a badass heavy track. Uh, and then there's a part where it's like, Jesus, I beg of thee, don't take my life. 
Return me to the womb of which I was torn. That is Travis's penis still sounds like goddamn live. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what I was about to say. Come with me if you want to live. That <laughs> penis still sounds like the Terminator. <laughs> you got race war. Uh, oh, which I love that. sounds close uh, to something you'd hear uh, on uh, Slow, Deep, and Hard. It's a little slower, uh, thrashy track. Then you've got Inner Conflict. It is way heavy. Uh, halfway through, it slows down. Uh, and then he's got... Ah, I think I'm losing my mind. Uh, then Jesus Hitler. I love Jesus Hitler. Especially with the line, uh, Jesus Hitler, Adolf Christ, is this the second coming or the fourth Reich? Like, the lyrics are silly <laughs> on these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Technophobia. Uh, love it. It's heavy. It's fast as hell. And halfway through, gets really doomy. And the keyboards on that one, the keyboards, that sound of the keyboards is something that definitely... That is a... Type negative all sound the, keyboard. the way, yeah. all the way. Uh, it's not Josh Silver playing, but uh, it is similar. It's, it's the signature style, one of the signature yeah, styles. Yeah, like you can hear that this w bloody kisses is just a couple years away, y'all. Basically, uh, then you got manic depression, a great Jimi Hendrix cover. Uh, in the uh, which is sort of like the beginning of the. The typo negative covers, if you will, which technically it's a carnivore cover of Jimi Hendrix, and you would say that the covers, the typo negative covers, really begin with Hey Pete on, uh, which is another little Thank Jimi Hendrix know, thing, man. on uh, on uh, Origin of the Feces, and then they added Paranoid as a bonus track. But it's just cool. It's a really cool version. That, uh, USA for USA, uh, the non-demo version, really good. Then, I love Five Billion Dead. I love the intro. Um, anything that reminds me of old typo negative, I'm into. It's a great instrumental track. I love the melodies all over, the guitar melodies, the bass melodies. This song right here is probably the most typo negative kind of track you're going to get on Retaliation. Then you get demos, which I think this is cool, that between these two albums, the first album has a couple demos of tracks that are on the second album. This one has a couple demos of tracks that are on the first album, which is kind of cool. Uh, but they don't sound great. I mean, I'm, I'm skipping them all the time because I can hear the better versions on either album. Uh, but there is a demo on here. Oh, wait, no, 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 Sex and Violence is not a demo on here. I said it's better than a demo. The, the demo versions on here is World War Three and Four and the Carnivore track. But there's also a song called The Subhuman Demo, which is a great song, but I do wish it sounded better. Um, to me, both Carnivore albums, um, I, I'm going to give both of them an eight. I agree on that. Yeah. Because like I said, to get... <clears throat> I agree with the parts you included. That, was, that right there was absolutely typo negative. Like I said, I sit there and say, you know, it sounds like gore to me. And it does, because that's what gore is. It's a thrash punk metal band. And they, their lyrics are very sexual-oriented a lot of times. And these two albums are extremely overtly sexual. Like, they're not, like, 
sexy goth sexual. No, no, it's these like are creepy. almost like you know. But then at the same time, Peter Steele was a very sarcastic kind of dude. So I, I think mean, these songs are more like masculine. Well, it's I also think they're 80s. more on a on the uh, on a satire version. Yeah, of yeah. That. I mean, but it was, yeah. it was the eighties. Uh, it was different. So, I mean, well, I don't think it's in that I mean, light. They wrote a song called Male Supremacy. That's got to be a satire. Yeah, I think it's more on the how how that to say male supremacy. That's that's kind of being satire. Yeah, I think he's doing it more of a point of view of uh, making fun of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of uh, you know saying this is who I am and this is what I no 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 that was that I mean in the eighties to say male supremacy and write a silly song and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely that's that's what it was because in the eighties. Every goddamn band was about male supremacy, but let's look like women. <laughs> well, glam rock. Glam rock, yeah. That was the only rock that was accessible all the time. Well, I mean, everything was essentially what stripper rock. It was all. It was more like that's what it turned into. Kind of thing, you know. That's what it turned into. His was like that dark. It was just more sleaze metal. I mean, sleaze wasp and shit. There you go. Does anyone remember that song that came out about like 2011, 2012? It was like kind of like a Nickelback song, but it wasn't Nickelback. But he's like, I love that porn star dancing. Oh, um, that is yes, porn. Porn star. I know it because Star likes the song, and so I, I have it. It's, uh, it's like he he kept talking about how sexy this girl was because she was like a porn no. star dancing or some shit. No, it was a stripper. Something like that. Uh, a stripper, but it was like a porn star dancing. But I'm like, none of that sounds sexy at all. A porn star? Here you go. <clears throat> it's got Zach Wilde in it. Yeah, but the singer has got to ruin it for you. Like, Tiffany, Tiffany Cole at work loved this fucking song that you played it. I always hated it. Rock. I fucking hated this shit. You hear that? That's Zach Wilde. Zach Wilde is badass on Zach Wilde's good. What rock? It's yeah, my darkest. it just sounds like what dominated Rock 103. My darkest days. Yeah. yeah, but he's like, it's porn star dancing. I'm like, I don't want to see a porn it star like dancing. It's like Cherry, you know. Yeah, but, but he goes, ah, like, he's just using, he's using fucking. Yeah. Is that stripper rock? Yeah. 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 The thing is, when I uh, when I imagine that. Uh, what a porn star looks like dancing. Did she just get done getting fucking railed? And she's dancing and all the cum is just coming out of her mouth. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like a porn star you're dancing. You're thinking with your, this now almost essentially dead age brain. Think with your teenage <laughs> dick brain. You would be all over it. You would, <laughs> yes, you don't even give a fly. Well, <laughs> okay, like 13-year-old me jacking off to commercials to... Fucking <laughs> commercials to goddamn girls gone wild. <laughs> I mean, you didn't see anything. He wouldn't give a fly fuck. This would be video tape titties. Video tape titties. You remember BMX Triple X when you guys got that? Hey, hey, you actually got to see tits in that. That was like, there's tits in it. Chick in a miniskirt on a bike with her tits yeah, in it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put in all the yeah. cheat codes and see all the titties. And that was our porno back then, dude. 
Oh, the world has changed. How yeah, the world we went from Sears catalog, uh, underwear catalogs, to, to fucking uh, Girls to Gone Wild Girls videos, Gone Wild video Snoop Dogg <laughs> introducing fucking <laughs> Girls Gone Wild. I can pretend I can see the boobies behind these videotapes. I know what it is. Uh, I've seen boobs before. But so back to what I was saying, uh, you know, <laughs> this album, these two albums are really good. I don't go back to them all that much because they don't touch on all the things that I love about Typo Negative. Mm. Um, because there's a lot of bands that we like that we like the band, but they had previous bands before and, and it kind of led it to it. And it's like, eh. And even so, um, Kenny Hickley and uh, Kelly, uh, John Kelly, Johnny Kelly, the drummer and guitarist of Typo Negative, uh, have done two other albums. Uh, there's Silver Tomb and, um, um, oh, god damn it. Silver Tomb and. Uh, it's something liver else doom. similar. God damn Silver, Silver Tomb and Liver Doom. Um, I always, for, for some, both fucking goddamn band names are so similar to me. Um, there's Silver Tomb and, uh, Seventh Void. I don't know why those two band names—they're uh, both in the S, I guess. I don't know. Man, but they are—it's—it's uh, it's Johnny Kelly and um, uh, um, 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 Kenny Higley from Typo um, um, Negative. Um, um, so Kenny's playing guitar and he's singing, and it's the Kenny voice that you hear in the Typo Negative stuff, and it's the good—it's uh, the good Johnny Kelly uh, drums, uh, and it. Almost fills that typo negative voice. Almost. I'm just glad to hear these guys on something. So in a weird way, there is a bookend to typo negative where we've got Peter Steele before pre-typo negative yeah, rest of the band, and now negative, the rest of the band post typo negative missing Kenny and, uh, and just pretty much post. You got Peter Steele Peter without Steel. typo negative, hey, and cool then you have typo negative, negative without Peter Steele in a way. It's cool that they're continuing as a band though. Are they? Yeah, it was just those two guys. Uh, yep. Josh Silver, I believe, went and How became are you not a. Um, between them? I never sweat in my boots. Weird. Uh, but Josh Silver, I, I believe, became an EMS guy in New York, like fucking straight up ambulance guy. If you had to pick your favorite EMT, what is the EMS? I don't know. What the fuck is that? Fucking like straight up fucking ambulance guy. I'm like. Yeah, man. Well, it still wouldn't be. What the fuck be, is that? That could still be right. Emergency medical services. It would still be a threat. Yeah. True, yeah. So yeah. if you had to. I, I got one for you. If you had to pick your favorite typo negative song and favorite typo negative cover song, what would it be? Favorite cover song? Um. AP? Oh my god, damn. Favorite typo negative cover song? I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be cliche as a motherfucker and say Summer Breeze. And Summer uh, Breeze was good. Just because. Cinnamon Girl. Cinnamon oh, yeah. Girl, man. Oh, yeah, Cinnamon Girl is good. Oh, See, I don't live in Texas. I like it a lot, man. I but like I do, when you, when you mention them, yeah, I fucking remember them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a basic bitch. Black oh, number one would be my favorite. And I could be happy the rest of my life with her. No, 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 no
So good, dude. So good. But I would have to. I'd have to go with Summer Breeze just because of the way it rolls into uh, sets me on fire. I like the uh, I'm fucking dead again. Oh yeah, I'm dead again. God, that's damn, a, that's a, that one well. of their originals. That's one that I kind of like. So good. I'm a God black number one. Extended version is my favorite typo negatives. I love it. I can always go listen to that song because one, it's everything I love. The gothy girl, that the black lipstick, and she's. It's everything. I don't know. It's just it is voice. Okay, wrap it up. The whole damn song is his deep, sexy ass voice. You listen to that guy, and yet I don't give a fuck if you're a dude or a girl. You will be wet. Look, man, I'm 100 percent straight now. Bend over for goddamn Peter Steele. I mean, that's his cock on the cover. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We know it is. That's um, his dick. That's, that's absolutely gotta be his. Oh, oh man. God. I think, but um. Uh, so. What was the other question? It was favorite uh, cover. Favorite yeah, cover, favorite song. song. Original song. Yeah. Favorite original? Oh my god, dude, there are so many. Okay, I picked so flat number one. That's one I could always absolutely listen to. Oh, there are so many. And I would probably have to say, uh, I, oh man, one that always comes to mind, uh, especially what got me into this band. Now, what got me into Typo Negative was I had heard them. A small handful of times before I bought Bloody Kisses was the Summer Breeze cover at the very beginning of I Know What You Did Last Summer brought me into them. And then uh, uh, Rock 103 used to play um, um, Everyone I Love Is Dead a lot. And then I finally bought um, Bloody Kisses, Christian Woman. Totally submitted my fucking love for this band, especially when you get to the, um, um, she looks to, what is it, oh my god, what is that bit in that song? And I love... Oh, the, the, essentially the Peter Still breakdown where he just does a, like a, the, the vocal part where he's literally speaking, um... Yeah, when it goes to, uh, um, the part before, uh, feel, feel, feel her inside of her, deep inside of her. That part, and then when it gets the the double bass, the the kind of slow double bass. Do, 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 do. That's the part where it's got like the, one of the creatures in the background. It's just him being in here, like the, the little sound of the forest. Yeah, and that yeah. that is so fucking good. When I was listening to that album for the very first time, and heard that, I heard that, I was like, this is some different shit that I am not used That's to. That's the kind of guy I, I was. Fucking, when I yeah. When I grew up, I, I wasn't like the, the cure no Baja God. I was the typo negative guy. Yeah. That was me. Uh -huh. the just long black hair, black clothes. The more self-deprecating yeah. but funny about it. Like... Yeah, typo. That was the kind of guy. I wasn't the fucking Baja. You see, I'm representing my man's colors. Black I'm green. representing the fucking typo negative colors today. Uh... Favorite band of all time, and I'll tell you guys why. Typo Negative have everything that I love about all music in one, in seven albums, if you will. Uh, heavy metal, fast metal, slow, doomy metal, really great melodic stuff, amazing ballads, shit that makes me laugh, some humor, uh, shit that makes me sad as fuck, um...
the vocals, screaming vocals, um, harmonies, the really deep male style vocals, uh, deep bass, but just everything proggy stuff, technical stuff, easy to listen to stuff. It is every bit of shit that I love about all music in this one fucking band. Uh, and I have yet to find any band that feels that, that fills that void uh, since they have been That's gone. what I wish. Remember that night in the car when I, we had Mr. Jack playing and I scared the crap out of all with my gothiness? Mm. I was really hoping we'd listen to some typo negative. Cause that would have been, I was thinking in my head, like, man, we can play some black number one. So just some, some typo negative. Mm. It really fucking They don't have them. a single bad album. Um, they don't have a single bad album at all. Um, yeah, I agree with that one because it's the favorite band in the world. And I'll tell you guys I'm right now. This in the town, but yeah, typo And I'll tell you there. guys right now. Other than band, I can say favorite artist. I can finally say a favorite artist now uh, of all time. Why didn't you say it before? Because it, it, it's been a long time coming, man. It's been, there's a lot of shit. Because I could say, oh, somebody. I could say Claypool, or I could say. Somebody, but I'm looking for somebody like with Typo Negative. They got every single thing I love about music in one neat package, right? That's why Typo is my favorite fucking band in the world. Uh, proggy shit, technical shit, just everything right. I love about music in one day. Right. In, in seven albums, like I just said. Favorite artist of all time, all right? Weird fucking owl. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Weird <laughs> out, god damn it. Cause I, 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 there are artists that I could praise all day: Frank Zappa, Captain Beefheart, Tom Weird Wicks, Al Nick is Cave. so goddamn uh, talented. Weird Al is is what I strive to be. Yeah. All the different genres. The man wish, can rap. The man can play so many different instruments. The man can. I write wish he would put something out new. Dark it songs. It doesn't have to be parodies. Hilarious songs. Please don't do parodies. Do in the style of, but don't do parodies. Who? Weird Al in this day and age. If he were to release something new, I don't want to hear a parody of what the hottest fucking song yeah, is. That's going by that music now sucks so bad that a parody yeah. would still be the shit, same shitty music yeah, I don't with just care funny lyrics. You wouldn't know what what it comes to. Oh, God, could you imagine a Weird Al version of WAP? Oh, that would be great. Okay, okay. Okay, certain songs. All right, all right. I'll I mean, that. if you haven't heard, heard Gilbert Godfrey Flop. read the lyrics to WAP, that was great. That, that was, was great. amazing. God that yeah. man, God bless that man. That yeah. was amazing. Rest in peace, Gil, Gilbert Godfrey. Jesus Christ, I heard that. I was like, that is the most but amazing thing. Weird Al, if he were to do WAP, it would probably be called Plop. <laughs> <laughs> He does great parodies of fucking people. Without having to say cuss Tin foil hat. Tin foil was fucking amazing. Yeah. Aluminum foil. I've been wanting to do this for a while. We gotta do. We gotta do a top ten parodies and a top ten originals. See, we did that, but that was years ago. We did a retrospective. And then I randomly threw on y'all top ten. Weird Al songs. But we see. Here's the cool thing: is like we can do top ten originals, top ten parodies, but we can keep going back to it because there are just so oh, many. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just do ten. There's so many. So like once a year, we should do top ten parodies. Next top time 10 we originals. come over here, we'll do it. And right. if you go with like the, the style of comedy, it, it, it cops a lot of stuff. Because I mean, Ailstorm is comedy. 
Anyway, so we'll see you guys later. Uh, I, I need a piss and I need a cigarette. Hey, Floyd. So 